welcome to Sports Sushi. Your chefs for tonight are Sports Plug Russ, serving up the spiciest sports takes of the week. Sterling Furrow, rolling the X's and O's into an analytical maki platter. And finally, the moderator who always keeps the sake flowing, DJ Slow Boogie. Now grab those chopsticks and get ready because your order. Yo, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's another episode of Sports Sushi. Um, I'm a little under the weather, so please bear with me, man. Um, I'm here with uh, the usual suspects. Uh, we got Sterling Furlow and my boy Sports Plug Russ. My boy, back, boy Russ got a, got a goddamn backdrop in this bitch, man. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I look like... I look like... That episode of Red Man on MTV Cribs, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I don't need BET to show you how I'm living. Hey, man. Oh, we here. We get it out the mud. What man Future be... say? You ain't get it out the creek. Say, baby, you're going to be so bad. You better just be e-fishing. But before we get into anything, man, hey, man, look. You know, there was a usual suspect thing. Uh, this will be the time to mention it. Uh, the Pistons and the Magic, man, uh, then got in the goddamn brawl. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just gonna say this. Uh, Wagner man, uh, Mo Wagner and, and, and Killing Hayes got into it, and um, yeah, man, uh, old buddy got slept. Dog, he got punched. Y'all seen I, didn't, it? I haven't seen it. Man, look, I'm about to send. I'm about to send to it was, I right mean, now. It, it was about. It was gonna be about a time when when Mo was gonna have this happen to him because he's, he's in a lot of altercation. So someone was gonna say, "Hey, man, I'm I'm gonna test you." Yeah, man. Like, like, I'm gonna take it to the limit. I push it to the limit. Uh, old buddy w- 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 was uh, Mo- taking the, taking a siesta. Did Mo get beat up, dog? Yeah, look like he got knocked out. Oh, yeah, man. oh, yeah, man. He was uh... a. <laughs> yeah, look, like, look like Mo. Look like Mo saw saw Tweety. Yeah, he was on the uh, he he was on the sidelines, man. They covered him up, so. But he he got he got he got connected with bro in he the, got back, hit of the, the back of the head. Yeah, he got connected with in the back of the head, and you know he. He took a quick siesta, you know, on that bench. Siesta. <laughs> he, he, he took he a quick, he, he took he a quick napper. He took a break. What yeah, he took, yeah, we break, yeah. man. He took yeah. a break. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. man Sterling said, "I gotta get." Oh, I got. <laughs> he said, "I gotta see." He said, I gotta see it fresh. Oh. oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's it's a. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got it, you got it. I just, mm-hmm. I'm gonna enjoy the replay. I'm just yeah. Oh, he, while he was while he was, <laughs> sorry, it's not funny. <laughs> fighting, you should not use fighting to settle your arguments, kids. But Bruh. if you do, keep your head on the stool. Like his body him. just went lifeless. Like he just oh, yeah. he stole off <laughs> yeah. of him. That's what would happen if Shaq would have connected uh, under the rim. Ooh, and it ooh, don't ooh, even ooh, look ooh, like ooh. he hit him hard though. Oh, it did. Yeah, it, it, I look, no, man. Sorry. It didn't look like he hit him. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look like he hit him hard until he hit him. Yeah. <laughs> Mo's my guy too. That's he's a Michigan dude. You know what I'm saying? But you shoving dudes, you deserve to get knocked out, dog. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah. He's he's had a lot of like altercations with people that make you say like, "Why are you trying to be a tough guy? He ain't yeah. never been a tough guy." Hey man, man sometimes sometimes sometimes, sometimes hey. Lights. 
you know, you wake up and you know, you just gotta be like, hey man, today I'm gonna be tough. You feeling rowdy? Hey, <laughs> what, what did Baker Mayfield say? Uh, you feeling dangerous? Feel dangerous? Woke up he feeling dangerous? dangerous. Well, yeah, guess what? The nigga time. woke up getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, Baker yeah, he Baker w- lost his job. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, hey, you know, that boy went, wake up feeling safe. He Ooh. went glass <laughs> Joe on us on uh, Tyson Punch Out, dog. <laughs> hey, dog, that was the one person everybody ran through, dog, with, now, with the glass quickness. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, about to go, I'm about to go mix Joe up real quick. Man. <laughs> Boom. Oh, no. He gone. Man, can I get yeah. one more of those? Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> he gone, dog. Somewhere, I can't stop watching it. I got to stop. Somewhere Boomer size and it's sitting back like, Boom. Why, go, oh, go away. <laughs> oh, man, dog. But uh, yeah. he didn't see that one coming. Yeah, no, he did not. <laughs> He did not. He club like how Jamie Foxx said. He club punched him, bro. Like oh, <laughs> he really didn't see it coming, bro. Oh, mm. God! Reached over the top, oh. connected, went to sleep. That's a textbook club punch, bro. We call that a back door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't never hit nobody in the back of the head like like that. Uh... Russ, <laughs> you have? No, no, no. I would never in my it life. It was a lot of melees. <laughs> in our time, I would never hit anybody in the back of the head. Ever. Hey man, look. Sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta take what's given to you. Sometimes God just says, "Hey, it, oh, I seen it. Whew, we can get into a lot of those." Uh, you see those... one that misses? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's we got a whole episode on those. Hey man, we need to bring Toju on here so we he can oh, talk about man. some of, some no, of these. No, we don't. <laughs> these, he these has moments. committed and been committed on. Yeah, and all yeah. these. That man is a is an expert in jump off punching. What what would it be called? Jump off punching dia. Some kind of some kind of subject. One bro, on one. like if it was any person that I would put up money on, just to if I, if you had to give me a target to club punch, and I had a person of my choosing to to execute the punch, I'm putting my money on. Told you, I've seen. I got it done. two people. I got two. There's one. B shot. I, I, I seen. To- uh, look, I've I'm seen. Just saying, I'm just saying. All right, seen, for both people, of them, they're pretty much the same. One's yes, that's what I'm about to say. Yeah, yeah. But see, I'm gonna go with the African the same Negro. I'm gonna go with the same. Look, I'm gonna go with my boy Toe. I, I, I look. I've but seen I go both. I'm just saying. I yeah. know two. If you ever in trouble, you guys, and y'all need a club puncher. Yeah, two guys that got your back. All right. Yeah. All right, you. cool. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, move along. Uh, Shit, I might know three. Now I'm just. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into today, uh, this day in sports. Russ, what you got for us, baby? On this day in sports in 1905, the Intercollegiate Athletic Association of the United States founded was founded, and it is now called the NCAA. It's kind of a bittersweet on this day in sports because, yes, they give a lot of scholarships and they organize college sports, but they also stole from a lot of young college athletes, especially mm-hmm. the black ones. Yes, and now... You know, we got the NIL, NIL deal. So, you know, some of it, you know, they, hey, they, they get the money. Every agency in yeah. college. Who and I love it. Agency. And I, and love, I love it. Get I love your it. get back, players. Get your get back. All right. And uh, sticking with the NCAA, uh, we're going to uh, do a uh, draft spotlight. Uh, we're going to do a position uh, leading up until the draft. So, this week, we're going to start with the obvious. You know, we're going to do the uh, the quarterback class here. Uh, you know, our, uh, if you know, if you've been listening to our show, you know, our uh our two guys uh Sterling and uh Russ are draft experts and aficionados. Yeah, it's a word I just learned. You know what I'm saying? Word I just learned. Tell them uh, I read books. Yeah, sometimes. I read. You know, whenever the, the, the occasion arises. Um, 
but yes, you know, we're going to uh, spotlight a position uh, leading up into the draft. So we're going to just start with the uh, the obvious one here, the one that's been the most talked about. We're just going to get it out the way because next week we got a special show lined up for you guys. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about the quarterback class of uh, this upcoming draft class. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to lead off with Sterling, uh, who is our draft expert here on the show. So we're just going to go ahead and kind of cover the guys that are entering the draft and uh, where you might see these play, uh, people might land, who uh, might be the steal, or you know, you just your general evaluations at this point of who's out out there now. Please don't tell me I froze. I froze. God damn it. No, no, you're good. I was, oh, just, okay. I, I was, I didn't, I was really just listening to y'all, but then I realized y'all are froze. I was like, oh, let me move. Yeah, I was um, like, I said, I think I don't Sterling know. froze. Uh, Sterling ain't with us. God damn it. He well, with us. Uh, his eye moved. I don't I know. That was just the, he said his eye. <laughs> 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 All right, so until yeah. Sterling gets back, um, wait, there he is. Okay, there he is. Okay, right, okay, 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 okay. I'm here now. Yeah, we yeah. Good? Yeah, we good. Yeah, okay. All right, all right, all right. So I got a surprise for you. So I know, you know, when you look at quarterbacks, right, I, I think there's a good chance that we see maybe uh, four quarterbacks taken in the first round. I think that's what everybody is kind of fixated on is four quarterbacks in the first round. Um, you know, I, I think it's obvious choice with number one. I mean, you, you got to go with Bryce Young. You know, he's a 5'11", uh, almost 200-pound sitting collar. Uh, I think he'll probably run 475, 40. Not that that really matters, but, uh, you know, he, he kind of has a game kind of uh, that resembles Kyler Murray, but he's just not as explosive or dynamic as an athlete, but he's not bad. Uh, this guy that can make plays off script, uh, I believe he, he's 64% completion percentage, about 30, 27 touchdowns this past year. So he's a clear-cut favorite for number one. But I do think that there, um, there's a quarterback in here that that I feel like might have the highest ceiling, and and before everyone thinks, okay, he's talking about Will Levis. I'm not talking about Will Levis, and I want to talk to you about Tanner McKee. Okay, so just like Justin Herbert, that you know he got drafted uh, out of Oregon. Tanner McKee is another signal caller that's six foot six, two thirty. All right, and he can he can move. Uh, he's got a, a lightning arm. Dude's got a, a, a howitzer for a freaking arm. Uh, 62% completion percentage. Uh, this is a guy that I believe, you know, he can uh, process the game really well. He can go through all his reads. And not a lot of people really talking about Tanner McKee. You hear more people talking about the guy guys like Anthony Richardson or, you know, Spencer Rattler might be uh, coming out this year. Who knows what he's going to do. Uh, but – yeah, he, he should, I, I think for what he did in the end of the season, I think it probably behoove him to just ride another year out and, and you know, boost his draft stock. But I think uh, a faller is going to be C.J. Stroud. Um, this is a guy that we, you know, you you watch him and he refuses to be mobile. He ref And he has the ability, the athletic ability. And matter of fact, of the quarterbacks that I've mentioned, he's probably going to test the fastest but he refuses to use his athleticism. So is that something that he can get coached out of and, and, and do at the next level? I think so. But I think the days are over where you have these pocket passes who can't move. You know, you have to have elite level arm talent, which he does. He has elite level arm talent, but there's something about being in that Ohio state offense that kind of has me a little worried, 
you know, when you watch him, he 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 definitely likes to sit uh, on one receiver. You know, get off your first read, go through all your progressions. I mean, these are things that he can improve on. So I would say so far, you know, the quarterback with, you know, Will Levis probably has the highest ceiling, but I would throw Tanner McKee up there at number two. Anthony Richardson, I'm not a big fan of Anthony Richardson. Uh, I know, I know Russ likes him a lot, <laughs> love, but love is the word that I, use. I think he's athletically phenomenal, athletically gifted. I do. I think if you draft a guy like Anthony Richardson, I think you, you know, you have to put him in the system and let him kind of learn and grow. I would say he's probably two years away from actually being a starting quarterback in the NFL. That's just my opinion. Now, there's still a lot of film that I have to watch on these guys, but just initial reaction and a couple games that I've seen, Anthony Richardson, He had, I think he has the potential, but he definitely needs a lot of work. Um, if you're looking for maybe uh, a late-round guy, you know, Max Duggan, we're going to see him play, um, you know, this Saturday against Michigan. Uh, I think this is a guy – very Tim Tebow-esque in terms of like his intangibles. Right. But uh, he's a baller. Um, I, I think, you know, from, if we're talking about, I'm not talking about projections of the pros, we're just talking about college football. I think he, he's an actual better quarterback than uh, your guy from Ohio state right now. And people don't like to hear that, but I, I think he's dangerous with his legs. Um, I think he, he, he doesn't have an elite trait necessarily as a thrower, but he can uh, – I think he has really good ball placement. I think that will bowl well for him uh, at the next level. All right. A pretty thorough rundown, man, from no, uh, from Sterling. I, I was like this. I said shit, no, baby. No, I, I, know, I, I was going to say, uh, Sterling, man, no homo with kindred spirits because you're the first person besides myself that has sat back and said Bryce Young reminds you of a Kyler that doesn't run a 4-3. That man escapes pressure and finds the open man better yeah. than anybody in college football, and he sticks it to him. Now, I kind of, I think we're all up in the air about C.J. Stroud, so I'll say I agree, but he does throw the best deep ball, and that matters in the, in this new age of football, being able to sling it downfield. But you're right. It's something with Ohio State quarterbacks, and I think it's just having, I call it the Miami effect, like Ken Dorsey and them. You have so much talent around you. Like, you could throw a five-yard slant, and it can become a 60-yard touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Now, here's right. a sleeper. I don't think he's a sleeper, but I do want to give him a shout-out because I think he's the most accurate quarterback in the whole class, and that's Hendon Hooker. And I, I really think that he deserves credit for being able to pull pull a team like Tennessee out the mud and get galvanize the troops. I think he's a leader of men, um, and he's just dependable. Uh, I like Will Levis. I don't like how he's becoming the new great hype around the league. Like, they love him. Kind of a little too much, but I think that he can make a bad team good. Now, there is one thing about, I will say, Will Levis, Hendon Hooker, that I don't see in these other guys, but it doesn't mean they're not as good. I do see force multipliers in them. Uh, I do see the ability for them to make guys around them better. I do think a guy like Bryce Young, you're going to have to have your team set up, and it's going to have to be good. C.J. Stroud, you're basically, I agree with you, Sterling. Uh, you're you're going to look for a team that's going to be built already, like the 49ers, to try and snag him or something. Like a team that's not going to be high in the draft might try and get him. If a, a bad team gets him, I'm afraid to see what happens. Um, Anthony Richardson, you said it. I'll just say I call him Nobu because he raw. Boy, the boy raw. But he's raw in both ways. He cold, but yeah. he, does need, he does need to improve on his uh, progressions. But I do think that Florida has some issues on their offensive line. Um, here's a sleeper, though. I think that Dorian Thompson-Robinson is going to be on somebody's football team as a pro. 
and I think he is going to get a shot, the quarterback from UCLA. Um, for those watching who don't know exactly, and he's got a hyphen in his name, you got to watch those guys. And Doug's because he's got a hyphen in his name. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, them boys that got a hyphen in the name, they hoop or die. And when I say hoop, I mean whatever sport. So they, they get it done or die. They get it done. But, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see. And it's a pretty good quarterback class. There's a couple guys. Oh, I was going to ask you about one guy, though, Sterling, to see your thoughts because he popped up Ward. Was it Washington State? I think it's uh, – my bad if I put you on the Cameron Ward. Cameron I, Ward. I didn't watch a lot of Washington State. And he's on here. And I was wondering, was he hurt? Like – I really am, like, asking, like, he just popped up. And so, like, that's one guy that I'm going to pay attention to because I didn't even see him. And I thought he may have been hurt this year. Uh, but I didn't watch a bunch of Washington State. But I could have sworn I did not see that playing quarterback. That may be my fault because it's Pac-12 and it's hard. To yeah, play. I can't come out and talk uh, extensively about him because I, I haven't uh, studied him yet. But um, he's on the list. Like yeah, I, okay. I was just saying, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, am I getting the? He's not. Game? He's not. He's not from from the rankings of things that I've seen. Um, he's not in the top ten. Um, so I I I think you know as we get a little deeper into the draft season, I, I'll have some more intel on him. I want to look at um, that kid. I want some info on him. Yeah, Dorian uh, Thompson Robinson is an intriguing name. You know, I, I think he's gonna be you know uh, like a you know. Hunter, uh, the kid from what's his name from the Ravens? Oh, Huntley, uh, uh, Huntley like yeah. Tyler Huntley. Like yeah, I think he, he kind of his game kind of resembles him. But you know his athleticism, dude. That he he's a baller. He's but a he baller. Can, he can throw. I think he he can. He can. He he was a guy that if you watched a lot of high school football, like he looked like the next great. Is he a Texas saying? guy? No, I think he's I think he's from Cali. But okay. coming out coming out, he was one of those like you were like yo. And then kind of he went to UCLA, and it was – I mean, it was UCLA football. So, you know, and so he's kind of intriguing to me. But, you know, quarterbacks, it's the most important position. You know you know who's going to develop so, into a, a – you you talked about him, but Hendon Hooker I think is going to develop bro, into I a really nice – like him, A bro. nice backup type quarterback that's going to come in. I don't, I don't know if he's starter material yet. Now, he is older, so teams are going to kind of shy away from him initially. But and then he's coming off a major injury. But I think you know you get him in a training camp. I think he can uh, challenge. You know to, to be a, a backup right now. You yeah, know like we'll if, see if what happens. If he's not healthy, then um, I'm I'm like you, you know it's, it's health. But if he's healthy and can produce, I think he'll be a starter. Like I really yeah. do. I think he'll be a starter on a team that wins football games. Now will he set the world on fire? He may be like one of those guys I like. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna fuck it up. Right, you know right. I think he can be one of those guys. He's not gonna fuck it up, and he might be able to win it. Um, but no, I think you should watch out for him. But hey, man, Will, just Will Levis. I'm telling y'all, like right. I'm Will, not gonna, I'm Will not gonna Levis push gonna be the nice. train. I'm not gonna push the train too hard. But if you watched him, he got so some talent. So you're saying that talent. that he's he's the most ready, uh, pro ready guy? No. No, 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 he he needs. I think Will Levis needs some work. Uh, I would say Bryce Young is probably the most ready to to play. You know, day one. Uh, C.J. Stroud is probably. I would say he's next. Um, just for what you the traits that you do see, um, and Will Levis is probably third uh, in that list, to be honest. Uh, but I do think uh, you know Will Levis probably has the highest upside when you talk about traits for a quarterback. Like I said. Um, and then, you know, the, the kid out of uh, Stanford, you know, but, I but, really, 
With Will but, Levis, I will say this though: mm-hmm. if you don't have a line or have any intention of getting him a line, don't yeah. even bother because you, you, he's been yeah. beat up. Like uh-huh. he's going to get hurt, like straight up, because he's been yeah. through a lot at Kentucky, so he's gonna get straight up. Before we move on to the next subject, I just want to say this to get it out the way: no one thinks Bo Nix is gonna be shit. You can prove me wrong, Bo. Prove me wrong, because you, Bo, you're the Bo that does not know. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Stop yeah. playing with me. Dude. Ain't uh, nobody worried about no Bo Nix. Bro, Bo yeah. Nix, I'm not, I'm just, yeah, Bo, you got you, you to show. I'm just going to say that, bro. Like, nah, man. You got to show, Bo. He was supposed to be, never mind. Nah, <laughs> well, nah, I mean, oh, my God. Like, we're Talk about failing. He yeah. failed up. Up, yeah. Like, how do you fail up he, like he did? He started, he started off well with the, with the uh, it was the Alabama upset, I believe. That's what it was? But it wasn't even yeah. that. Like, he came in, he did, but it wasn't even him. They just upset Alabama. It wasn't him. Y'all, if you go back and watch some of the, it, it yeah. was an amazing game, but it wasn't him. Yeah, and then he proceeded to show us that against the best defensive in, defenses in the country, he couldn't produce. And then what did he do? Yeah. He went to the only conference that plays defense possibly worse than the Big 12. Yeah. And then everybody's, I've seen him on list as high as like three, bro. Like what? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I'm not. Uh, I, I, I I'm sorry. This is Tanner McKee. Like I said earlier, Tanner McKee is gonna be that dude. <laughs> I, I like, I like, I like those guys. I feel, I feel you. But sometimes those six six guys scare me because they're either gonna be dope or they're gonna be just a the, what I call the big sorry. Like, what you, you big and sorry? Yeah, you just big and sorry. Boy. You ain't, you ain't <laughs> got no idea just to be big and sorry. <laughs> Brock Osweiler. It was yeah. one of them. You heard yeah. it here oh, first. Yes, the big sorry. Brock the big Osweiler. Sorry. You was the big sorry. Oh, he was one hundred and ten percent the big sorry. Mm-hmm. Six, all six foot seven, just big 110%. and sorry. Said, boy, you just, sorry. you just, you just big and sorry. Dog, <laughs> you, don't you ain't talk big sorry. Uh, hey, America. <laughs> no, I'm telling y'all that was a saying. Dog. Like I. It was like, Boogie from our day. It's yes, from it our, was. It's, it's from our high school and, days. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's from the old heads, like 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 my uncles and, and my dad age group. Dog, they used to say, they said, "Boy, you bro. you ain't you ain't no, you just big and so- big sorry, yeah. bro." And we used to look at me like, "Damn, no, big sorry, big sorry he's coming." <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're gonna move on to that next subject, man. It's gonna be our either or. So, Russ, what you got for us today, dog? All right, I got the either or. Make y'all think a little bit. You know what I'm talking about. So, we got the either or is going to be, and this is coming from. You know what? I'll let you take it from whatever sport you want. Basketball, football, whichever one. I'll let cool. y'all take it globally. But it's going to be either or. Which would you rather have? The star-driven super team, a la the Miami Heat? Or would you rather have the well-oiled machine through the draft, a la the San Antonio Spurs? Is one of the best examples I could give. Um, what say you guys? Ooh. I will say this. If you want me, I'll let y'all think on it. I'll tell y'all my answer because I am torn as well. I will say this. As a Mavericks fan, you know, Sterling, we saw us. The well-oiled machine beat the star-driven team. But I cannot lie. Golden State shit looked fun as fuck. And I would love to see Zion, Luka, and Jason Tatum on the same team. So, God. for my entertainment, That'd be my I mean, boy. we had Steph Curry, KD, right, you know what I'm right, saying? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, I'm, I was thinking of, like, what can we do nowadays? And I'd love to see them on a team. And so, I will say this. Dallas Mavericks, I love you. And what you did was dope, and it's always live to be the team that beats the super team. But I'm not going to lie. Miami looked fun as shit. Golden State looked fun as shit. I would love to have a team that I knew that every night, like, it was going to be a show. Yeah, like, I, I, I got to go with the star-studded team, man, because, you know, when I'm playing 2K – I don't want to. I don't want to play within structure all the time. You know, I I, I want to go down and dunk on people and, and hit fadeaway threes, bro. Like, 
give me the stars to the team or when I go to the game, you know, it's like, who going to show out tonight? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, exactly. The Spurs were boring. They were boring to watch. Boring. As hell. Yeah, they were good, but they were boring. boring the Patriots hell. are another team that wasn't boring star-studded. But they're super boring, but they were efficient they won. Efficient as hell, yeah. And I think I think that, like, if you are if you root for that team, like, you're like, okay. But, Boogie, I will tell you, you will probably tell us, even though the Saints did not win a lot of Super Bowls, they were entertaining as hell to watch, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I can only imagine, like, you could sit there as a Patriots fan and say, the only reason why those games were fun were because we won. You know what I'm saying? Like you could sit, you don't, you didn't used to sit and turn on the TV and say, "Yo, let me watch the Patriots." Unless you're from Boston, it's Spurs. You didn't do that. And hell, for people that didn't watch the Mavericks, you didn't really do that for the Mavericks either. Right? I mean, Dirk carried us, you know, because you wanted to watch this seven footer do these stretch four things. But as far as like just what I would want, just in a perfect world, give me, give me the superstar driven team and let us any day. shit out of everybody yeah. entertain me. I want some of them Wade oops where he's looking back. I want. I want KD and Steph Curry just to show us how much better they are than everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like so. Yeah, nah. I, think, I think we are unanimous with the star-studded teams. Is is just the for me is the 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 entertainment and the excitement factor. We're we're fans. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real quick, Boogie. You notice yes. I didn't mention Stetson Bennett in the top quarterbacks available. Because you shouldn't. Have. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. Because you shouldn't. Because you shouldn't. And, and you know what? And I was glad you didn't. Because there's people out there yeah. never told you, you should have never said that name because it's Stetson well, Bennett. Ain't he like 25, 27? I think he's like 27. He 34. And he's selling insurance for Geico. Hey, man, look. Stetson <laughs> is, is, is good at what he do, but I don't – do I think he's he's a, he's he's pro NFL? No. Stetson is Ken Dorsey. That – I wouldn't even give him that. No, Ken Dorsey was better. Well, I'll say this. How about Greg McElroy? <laughs> Greg McElroy might have been better than Stetson Bennett. Greg McElroy was a South Lake Carroll quarterback. Oh, gotta... here you go. <laughs> uh, I, don't I don't know. So is Kenny Trill. So uh... yeah, yeah. I, I'll say this. You like... know, Sterling. Let me take a couple steps back. Let me walk it back. He said, "Let me walk it back." I love my Texas high school football, but some of our quarterbacks. But yes, yeah, Stetson, man. He he's just you know he's, he's a game manager. The game manager, dog. And that, that that's just what he is, you know. And but I and, respect it. You know, hey, look. He does it well, you know, and but and we ask you not to fuck it up. What did it yeah. say? This ball right here, yeah. all we need you to do is not turn it over yeah. and get it in the end zone. And that's it. And that's cross, it, baby. Let's cross Don't that line, baby. Let's cross that line. say, shit, I ain't going to be in the NFL like that anyway. He said, so this shit. is my prime time. Let's do it, baby. He said, hey, uh, man. He said, who knows? I might get an announcement job on the SEC Network, baby. Hey, he, <laughs> he will. Or he'll be on yeah. ESPN in four years talking about college football. Yeah. I knows? mean, he is 30, so yeah, yeah he'll yeah. be right in there. You know, <laughs> he might be 36. <laughs> who knows? He's not man. in his 20s. Stetson, don't lie to me. <laughs> don't lie to me. You had to buy Christmas gifts this year, didn't you, Stetson? <laughs> <laughs> you did, did, did. Stetson looked like he was stressing. You know what I'm saying? After that November game, he probably, Stetson, what's wrong? Oh yeah, that the, the big ass cigarette pool. The big cigarette pool. Hey, hey. <laughs> Boy, need a drag. Yeah. Yes, drag it, nigga. Oh, that big ass drag, nigga. Oh, nigga. Stetson, Stetson looked like he's stressing. He probably hit it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta buy the Barbie house. Uh, the, the, uh, the LOL dogs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. LOL surprise, kicking my ass. Why? Yeah. What are all of the surprise gifts? All of them. 
Uh, well, shit, speaking of surprises, yeah, guys, uh, that's what I'm describing. My life, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, real life, nigga. Shit. This is real for me. That's, uh, he said, that's me hitting, hitting them, them squares, nigga. Unicorn, 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 Oh, man, before we get to that shit, man, my uh, nephew. So I told y'all my nephew is like a, a surprise, like Minnesota Vikings fan. Yeah, also. yeah, yeah. This dude went ahead and was just like Minnesota Vikings out uh, the whole Christmas break. Like, we end up getting him a, a little Justin Jefferson shirt. And he is just like Justin Jefferson this, Justin Jefferson that. He even like – so. My, and it's funny to me because my brother is a Green Bay Packers fan. So he's not loving none of this. Like, you know, his his his, his only son, his only child is, is, is a Vikings fan. And, oh. and, and he doesn't – he's like – that's brutal. But you and, know and, what? what? That's what y'all get. Because y'all from Texas and Louisiana. And I, y'all don't like the Cowboys. Get out so, of my face. <laughs> so I, no, and, and here the crazy thing is, uh, uh, Russ, my aunt, um, who's who's ironically uh, staying with us, uh, is uh, friends with Dallas Cowboys, like with Emmitt Smith, oh, Nate man. Newton. Yeah, and like. Me, A-R-T. Yeah, yeah, she, uh, <laughs> no. So, uh. So yeah, man. Like uh, that that's that's our Dallas Cowboys connection. Like I that's when I when I told you a couple of uh, weeks ago, it's like I have a Dallas Cowboys connection. That's that's through her. Um, but my auntie, man, she held us down. She got us a uh, my brother Emmy Smith autograph nice. that uh that uh from my brother. But one of our neighbors' uh, cousins came over and he was kind of jealous of it, and he ended up spilling Sprite on the autograph. So I, I, we still have the autograph here at the house, and it's like it's it's on a napkin, in blue, like blue sharpie, and you can see it's just like you know the the shit is spreaded, and it's been over years, so you know the the sprite started to mold, and I'm I, 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 fucking I'm gonna say it. So my brother he he gave me the look like you know, so I already knew what that meant. I had, yeah, I, had yeah, 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 yeah. I had to whoop this nigga ass. I had to whoop this nigga ass. I had to whoop this nigga ass. He was like, my, he was, yeah. And I, it, bro, and that shit was intentional, Russ. Russ. It shit purpose? was intentional, Russ. Oh. Like, that shit was intentional. And dog, and you know, the fucked up thing was literally a couple months later, a couple months later, a couple months later, this nigga broke the all time Russian record. Bro, we were so hurt. We were so hurt. You deserve what you got. Yeah, so. I had to whoop his ass right then. There, it, it, What's his uh, name? I, I don't know his name. Beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga be walking, walking around in HGD yeah. and just going, nigga, gonna kick, him, kick him. I know. Fuck you. So <laughs> yeah, dog, that that was one of the things where I was like, I said, oh nah, man. And we were like, dog, that we were like the talk of the talk of the hood, bro. That's crazy. We had the greatest of all time. Autograph, right there. Best wishes, Troy, E S number twenty two with the star. Ha <laughs> ha Yeah. Yeah, bro. It was mm, it was a, it was heartbreaking. A meaningful signature. Yeah, Damn, yeah, bro. that's dope. And you know, I, I want to. <laughs> I have my brother come up here and kind of we, we kind of talk about it. But yeah, that that was a that was a one of the ones I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to beat this nigga ass for this easy. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I'm surprised he you. gonna catch some hands. Yeah, real yeah. Quick. So and, he, and that he had to do, dog. But uh, let's go ahead and go on to to the NBA. Speaking of people catching hands, uh, James Harden trying to come back to Houston. I don't Boy. know why. Look, look it don't I'll make it. Tell you why, man. I love them strippers. <laughs> Man, I love yeah, them. Yeah, man. Man, I love them. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Two Chains. Man, look, man. James Harden singing it. Damn. Look, 
okay, so there, there, there's a report saying that James Harden is, is, is very open to a reunion to Houston, coming back to Houston, the Houston Rockets. Um, me personally, I'm going to say this. We don't need you. We don't want you. You know? Uh, <laughs> what are you going to give up to get James you know, Harden? I wouldn't give up any of the yeah. pieces y'all got on the yeah. team. Sound like that nigga ready to walk back. Shit, Mate, gotta... <laughs> look, I don't know what it is. Maybe I thought the strip clubs were popping in Philly, man. You know, no. but uh, maybe not. You know, maybe Houston just where it's at. Maybe, maybe he just don't like cold weather. Who knows, man? You know, then, man, y'all know what it, y'all know what he like. He like them strips. Them strips. <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Clocking full of ones. Hey, we'll or if you're trying to hang out, mob ties down there, man. Oh, uh, look, no, man. Look. Uh, you know come it. On now. You are. You know. <laughs> come on, man. You know. But he probably is because him and Drake could tear the street. Exactly, club. dog. I mean, yeah. my bad, Drizzy. Little baby. That's his bestie. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. they're going to be in there. Yeah, to the town. <laughs> yeah. If, I, if I had millions of dollars, that would be me in a strip club. I'd be a fool. <laughs> what you gonna tell look, me? No. Man, look, Go ahead. <laughs> James threw about what? What was it when he first got signed? He was, he was like what forty? Forty bands? Some yeah. crazy number. I was like, bro, you just paid somebody yearly uh salary, dog, right he probably there. Probably saw them purses that Drake bought and said, oh, I can do better. I just need to be in Houston. I can't do better. I just need to be in Houston. Oh, they man, look, said, They raised my, he said, fuck the NBA. They raised my raft in the strip club, nigga. Yeah. I'm a real Hall of Famer. <laughs> All right, so before we before we get, we move on, look, man, uh, so this is something that, would y'all pull the trigger if y'all was the Houston Texans? I already gave you my answer. Nope. I would. Nope. I'll just what? Decide, I would. What? I would. Because by the time he get ready to come back to Houston, it for the right price, I would. Nah. All he's going to do is run around and shoot open threes, and he can do that. Well, well, okay, well, let's say this. Like, okay, well, well he's not going to be the same guy as he was. You, do you still think that he's going to come back and be the same no. uh, player as no. he's? So, but, okay, so look, look, listen. All he's going to do is run around and hit so, open threes. Like, uh, I'm going to okay. tell you why I don't want him on the team. I'm going to tell you why. Cause okay. I don't want him. At, I don't want him as the the old head leader in my locker room. I don't. I, I, I want him to stay away <laughs> from about to my young talent. Jamie Green gonna be there. No. There it is. That's a, <laughs> no. There it is, Sterling. Yes. <laughs> nah, if that is the guy that's supposed to be giving you guidance, if that's your your vet, bro, your veteran leadership, I, I bro, just think about guidance. this. Look, look, look. Jalen Green's a good looking dude. Like. James Harden taking old little, little man to the trip. Bruh. Nah, son. I can't. Jalen yeah. might find his wife on accident. No, no. Nah, what? No. I said on accident. <laughs> no, nah, man. Said on accident. Nah, no, man. When you do an accident when you find out, you be dang. Can't do it. But no, Look, um, can't do it. No, I, I like, no. That, y'all are right about that, but I'm just saying purely from the aspect of he's a guy that could supplement scoring for him, period. On a purely basketball standpoint, I believe James Harden can roll out the bed and give me 15. Yeah. Sure. Roll out of bed. Fat James Harden, skinny James Harden, no glory yeah, James all Harden, day. James, all day. He can roll out of bed and give you 15 to 20. And if I have all the other guys, uh, Jabari Smith, Jalen Green. KPJ. Uh, KPJ. If I got all of them playing and they're actually, which I saw y'all play against the Mavs, the team don't look bad. A veteran presence as far as on the court. Like, be like James on the court. Consistently the putting up numbers. 
Nah. Huh. That's huh. on you. It's a package deal, bro. <laughs> but that's on, that's on the young player. It is, because, but man. Because if you love them strippers, you love them strippers. Ain't, ain't James Harden or, or Gary Harden ain't going to keep you from that shit. Well, you know I'll tell you. You going to find them strippers if you love them. Well, I'll tell you like this, man. James Harden would get a a, a statue built uh, in a strip club uh, before he'll get one outside the Toyota. Unlike our next subject, <laughs> yeah, unlike our next Ooh. subject, man, our boy Dirk, uh, Dirk done got him one. Yeah, man, and that bitch clean too. Yeah, that bitch best, clean. The best statue. Ever. The high, the highest point fade away. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's long overdue. Yeah, that that that, that statue should have been ready when Dirk said, "You know what? I'm calling it quits." Mark Cuban should have rolled that bitch out there. Like, hey, so we are. Dirk, we, we had this bitch done for two ready. seasons. Because if it wasn't for Dirk, there would be no Dallas Mavericks. No, at all. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to say this, dog. You know, we're going to go ahead. Let's give Dirk his, his flowers, dog. Yeah, man. And, all of and, them. Give, and give him his appreciation. And this is when I knew Dirk was, was a real one. And I'm, I'm going to be real with you. It was Christmas. When he married a black woman. Yes, but but this is how we found out. This is how we found out. With the foil and the plate, no, I'm just... mm, Russ, Russ, it was Christmas. I'm sitting there with, with, with our family. We all here. We're watching the games and stuff like that. And my mama and my aunt instinctively knew they don't even know Dirk from a wet napkin. But when he walked in there with that fucking plate covered in foil, they said, "Oh, he married a black woman." Yeah, and I said, "No, you don't." Yep. I looked that shit up. I said, "Oh no, they he were did. right." It was instinctively. Who they else? knew it as soon as they seen it. Because you, you know she asked him. You ain't even playing. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. you going to eat? Holiday. Know. Yeah. Take this with you. <laughs> Take this with you. Big yeah, ass German eating some fried chicken. Hey, that, hey, hey, hey. Hey. Hey, y'all looking at all these other niggas' sons. I, I bet you Dirk's son about to be up. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's that's why he wasn't scared when they played LeBron and them. Yeah. <laughs> He said, I'm married to black woman, man. Uh, Shit. I got it all day. Yeah. I I love it. I love it. Uh, The fact that I I wanted to point out, I don't know. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first one that we've seen with the two-tone colors. Yeah, I think this is the first one. I I haven't seen any more. I don't know of another statue that had the jersey in the colors that they wore. That was what struck me when I first saw it. The sock detail is crazy, but y'all know I'm an art nerd a little bit. If you didn't, well, now you know. But the uh, the actual like color, the way they did the color of the jerseys, they got the blues in there, and it's the traditional goldish bronze statue underneath. I really like the design. The first design was kind of, it was innovative, but wasn't working, so they went and redid it. Uh, I fuck with it. The guy that made Jordan's um, statue in Chicago made this one. And if you see yeah. Jordan's statue in Chicago, it's just stand the test of time, and it's awesome. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> nah, Dirk. I, I'm I'm being 100 serious. I'm a fan or whatever, but nah, this is the best statue so far, which it should be because it's the newest. But it is the best one. But at, at the same time, you know, Mark ain't gonna let you know Dirk growl on no bullshit either. You Not know, at all. yeah. Not at all. That's what. Like, look, let me tell you something, man. I, I appreciate that about Mark Cuban, man. Mark Cuban yeah. take care of his team, man. He makes sure his team team looks good, dog. In all, in all facets. Which makes me wonder why none of you motherfuckers want to come play with Luca. But we can get into that another time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We we, we can definitely talk about uh Ooh. uh Luca's antics. Sixteen uh, twenty one in ten. Bro, that uh, was wild. We, yeah, let, let's go ahead and talk about uh that uh that game. But uh, then we'll lead on to the Christmas uh, NBA games. Uh, but Luca, man, big big ass game last. Uh, was it last night or two nights? Yeah, last, last night. night. Last night. Um. You know, now people are really talking about it out there. They're starting to, to put his name, or 
Jordan, Jordan, we'll and then you, there, though, no, look, look, look. You said what? <laughs> I said, look at me and Sterling. Point yeah, me and Sterling. We're telling you. Not, not y'all. It, it, look, let me tell you something. The, the, the people are, are throwing the names around, and you know the, 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 the blue bloods, the, the purists, the, the Jordan, uh, uh, the Jordan faithful. They, they ain't having it, you know. But Man, I want to ask you. I, look, I gotta ask y'all. What, do, what do y'all think about that? Man, he gotta he get a chip first. He do. Yes. He do. I agree with that. But until he do, I'm gonna call him hate crime. You killing these niggas. Shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look out here. Look out here doing it, dog. Wow. Like, wow. wow. Okay. Like- oh, stop, stop, stop. That was masterful. That yeah. was masterful. I'm, I gotta hey, give you that. I gotta give you that. I'm here for the people. You know what I'm saying? My sports suit, <laughs> raw and uncensored. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in all seriousness, no, bro, I've, I have what we saw last night, we have never seen. And if you've seen it before in an NBA game, please someone tell me. Because we all know, Sterling, you played. Everybody knows that that is the biggest myth of the end of the game. Can you make a free throw, miss a free throw, hit a shot and force overtime and or win the game? And he did that shit, and I have never seen – we've seen the ball fall. I've seen guys air ball. I've seen most of the time you make it when you try to miss the free throw. Like, he literally did that shit. Missed it, got it back, made the shot. Word around town is he thought he won the game. That's why he was going berserk. But, th- nah, it's, that, that dude is just different. He, he is top five. Shit, that motherfucker top two, and he not two. And if you got something to argue with me, then you can argue with me. But he's out yeah. there. With, if you if you put him on a team like the Celtics, what are they doing? Bro. Switch him and Jason Tatum. What are they doing? Yeah, the first when I first saw that, the first thing I thought was two K. That was Bro. very two K like. And not only not only when the ball was in there, he shot the ball like he didn't come down and go back up. He caught the ball mid air and shot it like that. Shit is hard. The motherfuckers playing twenty five. Yes, he was he was trying to tip them niggas out. Yeah, he said, he said, he said, you got me tips. They got three tips. Out. He's trying, no, but real talk. Yeah. You're right. No, you never. I don't think we have ever. If anybody watching in the comments, anybody has ever seen that at any level and it works, man, describe it. Send the video. Let us know at Sports Sutra because I have never seen that work in game ever. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, he he's he's unreal. And, and you know, it's like. He is not the most physically gifted player, but what I'm going to tell you something that he does that's elite is that he knows how to change up his speeds like nobody. I, 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 his first, and his first step is quick. Like he, the way he, he manipulates defenders with angles and using different speeds, that's the key. Like So for young nice. hoopers out there, if you can use pace, never be rushed, and you can use pace to set up defenders, you – you're gonna get a scholarship that, quick. That's that's the one that you just said. Never be rushed. Yep. Because he's never rushed. Like you're right. He's not the most athletic. Everybody that plays in the NBA is physically gifted for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like we can throw it out the window for those. But like as far as just <clears throat> watching him ball, he he plays the game. Like he posts guys up. He does it. He has his couple moves where he goes between the legs and shakes people and does. But if you really watch him, his moves don't look like Kyrie-ish, where you're just like, oh, I'm going to shake you. He's bigger than everybody. He knows how to use his size. 
Luke is turning out to be smarter than most. Uh, he can make every pass on the floor. Yeah. Like, honestly, guys, I'm I'm here to say, like, he is the best player in the NBA. You can, you can tell me about Giannis. You can tell me about KD. He hasn't won one. But he literally has me captivated like LeBron at Cleveland did. Yeah. Where I said, this guy's team, and I watch the Mavericks every other night, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Like, this team is not good like that. Christian Wood be starting to pick it up because he's getting the ball more. So that's that's great. But this yeah, team they, they not is it. not a team that you look at that says like, oh, which which is why I'm always like, Mark Cuban, you have why can't we get another star, a real star in here? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the what Luke is doing, you if, if people didn't know last night watching that game, they were down nine with thirty one seconds. Thirty one seconds. Yeah. That was some team action. Yeah. He yeah. didn't need no threes. He made two threes last night. He scored 60 points on 30 shots, guys. Do the math. <laughs> Efficient. He does more with under, less. You're right. Yeah. Efficient is an understatement. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like, why I said 2K. It was yeah. 2K. Like, yeah. he's literally – he's and, and the thing – I think the reason why people want to say, like, man, he got time. Yeah, you got to win a championship. He's already averaged 30 on Kawhi and Paul George who are top five defenders in this league, especially when you want to talk about going into the playoffs. Both of them lock up, and both of them said, nah, can't do it. Not against this one. So here's one. So is he the most fundamentally sound player in the league? Because you got to look at athleticism, because look, in the NBA, guys are getting away with a lot because of their athleticism. Luka doesn't have that. But he's bigger than everybody. So like... So you're right. Six but seven? Say, no, but he's two forty. Yeah. But you and gotta knows, have and he knows and he knows how to use that too. See that's yeah. the difference. Some guys be big, but then you have guys like Kyle on a, on a much lower scale. But Kyle Lowry is another one. Like he got mad people calling him thick and stuff, but he's another guy, big body. He know how to use it. When you're a point guard and you know how to use your big frame against other guards, you will eat. Young Hoopers out there. If you're a bigger guard than everybody else, fuck all that Kyrie shit. He does that because he's small. When you're big, put him down on the block, get you a hook, get you a layup, get you the buckets. And that's what Luca Luca simplifies the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he does shit that makes you say, like, bro, what the fuck? But if you're shooting the, a, a great percentage, you're not taking, like, the shots you take are, both, for the most part, really good shots, then he does have his step back every once in a while. He'll yeah. shoot some shots that make you say, fuck, but he does everything else. And I think he... He is very fundamental, but I think the most, I think the biggest thing about it is he uses his size. The only person I've seen use their size at a swing or guard position that well is LeBron. Like, honestly, like he yeah. uses his size with his ability, like that first step. LeBron yeah. ain't got no bag when he dribbling. Right. I'm sorry, LeBron, right. I love you, but you ain't got no bag when you dribbling, and you know it too. But yep. what does LeBron do? I'm going to get myself in position to use his big-ass body to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So... I think I think that's the thing. He's just bigger than everybody, but he's not the most athletic. And but he is. I, I do think he's the best right now. Like, All right. Speaking speaking of uh, LeBron and uh, Luca, they faced off a uh, Christmas Day with the Mavericks coming out one twenty four to one fifteen over the Lakers. Also, uh, a couple of games they had that weekend where the Seventy uh, Sixers uh, win over the Knicks. Bucks uh, fall to the Celtics. Grizzlies uh, fall to the Warriors and uh, Clay. Uh, Clay Thompson had some words uh, for them afterwards. I, I like Clay. I love Clay. I love Clay, I love man. Clay. I love all the variations of Clay Thompson. 
Me too. Like whether it's Captain ego, Clay, every, all of his all <laughs> yeah, all all of them. All like like yeah. Coors like Clay. But the best one is after I beat you, I'm gonna kick you while you're down, Clay. I love yeah. that. Clay. <laughs> yeah. Because, because Clay literally like he's the type of dude that like if we're on if you're in the room talking shit like he's the guy that's like I will bear like someone else will say I will bear everybody in the room and Clay be like. He won't say it that loud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then when the fight break out, he'll beat your ass and stand up. You say, told your bitch ass you can't yeah. beat nobody up, nigga, and kick you while you're down. So I love, I love, because to me, as y'all know me, to the victor go to spoil. So as the shit talking goes, I feel whoever wins in the end, you might as well, if you lose, you might as well put your head down and like try to hide. Yeah. That person deserves to talk from the highest peak and even spit off that mountain if he wants to. And Clay <laughs> does it. Every time, bro, and, and if you're the Grizzlies, man, you gotta feel real small right now because, like, y'all did all that talking, all that dancing and shit, and only to come out there and get your ass beat without Steph Curry and, and Wiggins. Like, you, you, and I might sound like an old head right now, but who is the leader? Who's the leader? Somebody needs to say, yo, bro, like, it's cool to have swag, it's cool, you know, but like. We're playing the Warriors tonight, bro. We we need to make a statement. All that dancing and, and man, come on, dog. Like, and then you lose. It'd be one thing if you did that and you won. Yeah, but but shoot. like you and, and yeah, and like Clay say, it's like yo, you gotta y'all gotta call yourself a dynasty. You gotta win first. Yeah, you I know. Think, I think guys get premature. To yeah, get too you're right. Like that's like they are on that gang shit though. Like all of them. Like who's the leader? No, nah, we all together. Yeah, punch this nigga and see if y'all start running. Right, and that's what they do. You know right. what I'm saying? Like that's what happens to them. Like they literally are the little young street gang running around and yeah. their homies get yak out. Everybody oh, shit, running. Jaw hit the floor. Hey, they ah! gonna they gonna right now. <laughs> <laughs> where you get them? Where you get them pants? I ain't trying to fight. I'm just trying to find out where you got them pants. Who me? No, your girl. No, I'm Gonna, man, the Grizzlies you know, are gonna. You know the first thing Gunna did when he got out of jail was call Meg and say, "I'm still looking for them hot pink pants, baby. Help me find them." Yeah. Hey man. Charles the White was hilarious. The boy said, "Gonna oh. gonna tell. I'm gonna tell." Hey, <laughs> hey Charles the White a funny motherfucker. He's crazy dog. He's yeah. funny, bro. Hilarious. Charles no, White. Nobody's 100 percent right, but he's 100 percent funny as fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's. Um, Definitely is uh entertaining as hell, bro. Boy, I'll tell you that. All right, man. So uh let's go yeah, ahead. That's what I was we need a lifetime podcast. Yeah. Let's go ahead. <laughs> right. All right, so let's go uh, to our next segment here. Uh I had a conversation with uh, a couple of friends of mine, and it's the conversation that uh never ends, it, it seems, uh, or the debate that never ends. Hall of Fame career over uh championship rings. Mm-hmm. Um so <clears throat> we ended up, you know, kind of you know, diving a little deeper into the questions and and uh, we would ask each other, you said, okay, on a personal level, and I'm asking you, both of you guys this uh, the same thing. On a personal level, what is more important? Rings or a Hall of Fame career? Now, and, and now he added some stipulations to this as well. He was saying this, like, okay. Now, for the rings, he says, you know, you don't have a very, you know, prominent position on the team. You just kind of like, you know, Robert Yeah, Robert, that's the first yeah, name I thought of. Yeah, you're not really a prominent guy. Steve Kerr. You, you know, you're coming off the bench. You know, but you you have a short career. You pay probably like about five years. You win maybe about half 
the rings at the time that you play. So let's just say two, two, two rings okay. over five years. I know I wrote three, but I was like, two is a little bit more. Yeah, I say no one's turning down that. Three. I was like, I said, so let's do two. Like two rings, you don't really have, you know, Hall of Fame numbers, or you play for 20 years. You don't really see any any championship success, but you pull up Hall of Fame numbers. Yeah. How about Charles Barkley? Or Dominique Wilkins. Or a Dan Marino. Or a, Yeah, give me yeah. that all day. Yeah, and see, and that's what I was trying to tell him. And all day, every day. Because, I said, look, I think – yeah, here's the deal. Like, yeah, go ahead, Sterling. As a competitor, as a competitor, like you want to be the man. Like, yes. so you as a competitor, and you will go, you will endure losing seasons or or misfortunes just for the the self adulation. Like knowing that 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 you're you put so much work into your craft that you are one of the best ever. And I think individually, I would rather have that than winning a, a Super Bowl or winning the NBA title, because I. We all forget about Robert Ori, like because we're sports heads. We know, but like, how many kids know about Robert Ori? They don't. Yeah, they don't. Rick Fox is another one in there. Like, so give me, give me the Hall of Fame career every day, and then you talk about the generational wealth that comes with that. Come on yeah. now. I think is I he... think we, we get to the generational wealth. That's one thing, but I think Sterling, you touched on it. Like, it's you called it the self adulation or your ego, or whatever. I call it just being real, bro. Like. What is everybody from every level of sports ever? I'm talking peewee all the way up to pro. What yeah. is the main thing you always tell people? I wanted a chance to do everything I could. Yeah, yeah. And show everything yep. I had. Yep. And if I give everything I had and I still lose, I shake that man's head. Mm-hmm. You better than me, or I didn't. I I couldn't get it done. So I think every I think everybody. Excuse me. Ooh cold in texas i think everybody if they had a chance they would all say oh no i'll give me the rings but when you really break it down like you said on an individual personal level no man give me charles barkley every day i'll, I'll take the mvp dog. i'll take the Absolutely. generational wealth give me carl malone yeah. i don't want to be carl malone the person because carl malone you're a shit human being yeah uh but give me the, give me that you know what i'm saying over like every if you want if you can be michael jordan that's awesome but I'd love to be Tracy McGrady. Yeah, man. I'd love to be Vince Carter. Like, it's one thing to be on a winning team, and I think it's a whole nother thing to be revered as one of the best to do it, you know, in your sport or in anything. Like, kids are, kids were kids pray, were praying. You know, all of us, we were praising Allen Iverson. Like, we love Michael Jordan, and we love Tim Duncan. We, we admit, yeah, Tim Duncan was cold. Shaq and Kobe were dope, but... Allen Iverson was the shit, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. Like, Tracy McGrady was the shit, bro. Baron Davis was the shit. Like, if you're telling me, Russell, you're going to play for uh, – you, you did 20, but if you tell me, Russ, you're going to play for 10 years, you're going to be the starter, you're going to win MVP, and y'all going to be in the playoffs, but y'all going to lose maybe second or third. You'll make the Western Conference Finals once. I'll take that. I, I'll take that. Because it's, it's me. You know what I'm saying? Like – Robert Ori, I think I think that what people don't understand is like that player of Robert Ori is developed once you find out that you're not that guy. Patrick Beverly, if you ever get a chance to watch Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly talk about his transition, please do. Because if you watch Patrick Beverly in high school, he was not a defensive superstar. The dude was scoring 30, 40. He was he was killing on the court offensive offensive player. You know what I'm saying? But when you get to the league, you have to play a role. All right, yeah, I want to win, 
so I'm going to play defense. Because if you ask every top player on every high school team in America, if someone asked you to play defense really hard, could you? They would tell you yes. So I think the Robert Ori is developed after the fact that you figure after the fact of you trying to be what we all would want to be. No one wants to go into sports to be right. the fifth bench player. You just become a part of a team, and the team yeah. is important, and you realize that, and you want to win. But everybody wants to go in. Everybody wants to average 25. Everybody wants to get the Showtime dunk. Everybody wants to do that shit. Like what Luca did last night, everybody want to be that. But sometimes you got to be Tim Hardaway, you know what I'm saying, to make your money. Yeah. And now championships are a lot, but if you're not already in that discussion, like you shouldn't even be worried about that shit. Yeah. At See, all. Like, you know, just compete. I got to go ahead. I got I got to say the the Hall of Fame career. Um mm-hmm. I think that the, the, that that's the unanimous choice. Um and I was just like I said, man, you know, like Dan Marino was one of the guys that uh I was one of the favorite, you know, my favorite quarterbacks looking up. Yeah, uh, looking up to, and he never won a ring, you know, and you know, but he had every one of those damn passing records, or his name was yeah, in did. the top. And on an individual thing, I'm like, dude, he's like one of yeah, the man. best. Yeah. And but but people would not give him respect because he did not have those rings and that hardware, and that was just so mind boggling to me. And I and I was just kind of like, you know, I'll take the Hall of Fame career. That was kind of like my basis of, of, of making that 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 choice was because of Dan Marino. Um, but I agree 100. percent I think Dan Marino is one of the greatest throwers to ever throw the ball. The fact he does not have a championship, in my own opinion, is not his fault. It's, it's the fault of the organization. Yes. Hey, and, real and, quick. Hey, real quick though, before we continue on, uh, on YouTube, Best of Seven Sports Talk says new subscriber enjoying the show. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty dope. So we, you know, sports sushi, we out here growing, you know what I'm saying? Hey, what's his hey, name sure. again? Best of Seven Sports Talk. Hey, hey Best of Seven Sports Talk, we fuck with you. When you roll around town, throw up the gang. It's sushi time. <laughs> That's the chopsticks <laughs> and the roll. <laughs> you already know All what's right. happening. No, All right, man. We'll... But no, I, I think, Boogie, I think another name that comes up, because I'm going to say this, and people are going to say, Russell, you're crazy. Or Russell, you're full of shit. No, Aaron Rodgers at the quarterback position is better than Tom Brady. Yeah. He's Aaron the most Rodgers playing yeah. quarterback is better than Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady's wins games, but Aaron, if you go out there and watch him throw the ball, if you go watch oh, yeah. all of Aaron Rodgers, not just the bad games, if you watch all of him, he's the most dynamic thrower of the football that we have ever seen since Dan Marino. And the next one, of course, is Patrick yeah. Williams that can just yes. do shit that yeah. makes. Yeah. Oh well, Josh Allen is pretty fucking ridiculous too. Josh yeah. Allen does does have a, have a very nasty arm. Josh Allen is talent. like Brett Favre under control. Boom! I got it. I like He's it. Like a mobile Brett Favre under control because I like he throws it. shit so hard. Yeah. Hey, I you know I'm not gonna say nothing because you know Josh is my guy. You know, but if <laughs> I hear other people talk about my dude, I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> exactly. yeah, no, but he is. But he. But he. But he is though. Like. When you have superior arm talent and you make it work to win games in the NFL, I, I'm not going to sit there and say another guy's better than Philip Rivers. One of the best throwers in the football we saw. Yeah, accurate as yeah. hell. Yes, Couldn't yes. get it done. Um, I, I, but that's but y'all y'all know me. We can argue this. This may be another one, Chris. You can write it down for the future. Like I I feel like if you have the talent on the team, it is up to the team to figure out how to put it together, make it mesh and win. Yes. Yep. Figure out the yes. scheme, all that, because players just play. Indeed. 
All right. Well, we're going to keep talking about. We're just talking about the Hall of Fame uh, careers. We're another Hall of Fame career that uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, J.J. Watt, first ballot Hall of Fame. It is a J. Yeah. <laughs> but boy, uh, he calls it call it quits, man. Um, but I mean, I'm gonna say this, dog. You know, no disrespect to I'm JJ. Sorry, did he say after the season, or did he call this it quits? This is this is this is the last season. Last yeah. season. Okay, I thought this he said the season. season. I didn't know if he put Avante Davis yeah. on it. No, 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 no. He didn't. <laughs> um, he he didn't leave at halftime. I think he announced it just last week. Best that, retirement uh, ever, Avante Davis. Yeah, that boy said, "Hey, man, I'm too old for this shit." <laughs> um. But but I'm JJ sorry, but, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, but JJ retires, man. Um, I look, no disrespect to, to JJ, but I, I I feel this was long overdue. He should have been hung it up maybe about two seasons ago. Um, you got some checks though, Boogie. Yeah, I understand, man. You know, and you know, you gotta you gotta find you know your next move and stuff like that. But you know, JJ, uh, definitely a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. I remember when uh, we drafted him in the Houston, Texas. I was like, who the fuck is this? Why the fuck we got this guy? We passed up on Nick Fairley for this guy. <laughs> I was that I was those people. I was that person Man, that was Nick that was Fairley mad. He was a fucking monster though. I'm sorry. In college. He was lazy, bro. <laughs> in he college. Was lazy. He got his checks though. Yeah, he did. Hey, but you know what though? JJ Watt, nine and a half sacks this season. So like yeah. he was actually producing. I mean, he had what two 20 digit sack seasons? Yes. Six Watt, total no. double digit sack seasons. I mean, JJ Watt's a Hall of Famer, man. He he, he's a Hall of Famer. He and I think it's one of those situations where, you know, he may, he may retire, but man, like a team that's like bound to go to the Super Bowl next year, you could see might, him yeah. coming in and, and kind of giving them a boost. Uh, like kind of like, like Weddle did last year with the. Uh, the with the Chargers. I mean, yeah, the Chargers, the. With the Rams. With the Rams. Uh, yeah. Or like you know, uh, Sue is doing for the uh, Eagles. the Eagles. Yeah. So yeah. So I, <laughs> I can, I can see, I can no, see that happening. Yeah, I know, it. I know. What do Russell. I love about the Cowboys, Chris? We beat Philly. Short segment. We'll bring you back next. Yeah, week. We, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I thought we, I thought we was going to lead off on that within the. Uh, we was going to debut that within the Christmas weekend recap. Oh, no, I just had to hit Chris with that. I uh, know I had to say Philly trash. Yes, uh, but yeah, man, I I can see him you know, taking a role like that. Yeah. In the, you know, in the future, if he does decide to unretire. You know what I want to see, guys, and, I, and y'all are right. That'll probably be the most logical role that he takes. But I would love to see him just for just him to say last season i'm gonna play with my brother and i would love to see him go to pittsburgh bro yeah and i think and i don't think they'd win a super bowl or not i just think just to see it dope to see tj and and jj JJ on opposite ends yes on the the fifth the saints i could bro you know how bro don't know that cannot happen that cannot happen because you know how much the media just creams over these dudes oh bro uh, it's like all they want to talk about is why bro it's like y'all gonna stop (laughs) y'all gotta stop they be on the bosses bro yeah i can't stand the bosses the nikki bosses nah nikki bosses the truth though i can't yeah joey the bosses and i like joey but nikki bosses the truth yeah they're good the bosses ain't good they're not as squeaky Make clean as, again, as, as the Watts. They're not as squeaky clean as the Watts. The, oh, I, they yeah, I like the Bosa. They wear yeah. bag of hats and, and do all shit like that. But when it comes yeah. to that 100, that 100 yards, Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. The, Bo- the, the, Bo- the Bosa's are. I don't like them because they went to Ohio State. So Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know. It's a sour. It's a sour yeah. taste in my mouth, man. Go blue, Nikki. <laughs> 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 but no. 
I fuck with the bosses, man. But uh, but yeah, JJ, uh, play with your brother. You know, but at I the end of the day, you. sign that that one day contract and retire Texas. Oh, for sure. You know that they that's go down as top five defensive yes. men of all time. And, and give us our, our our sure first ballot Hall of Famer uh, for the Houston Texans since they robbed us from uh, uh, Andre Johnson. I feel he should have got in Andre on the first ballot. Andre Johnson but... got to the Hall of Fame just for beating up. Never mind. Yeah, Cortland Finnegan. Cortland that Finnegan, was, boy. That was a Hall him, of Fame ass whooping. That was a Hall Talk of Fame. Talk about had enough. That's yeah, boiling point. Yeah, that, that what, what that little white dude say with the with the chart when when you fuck around, yep. the more <laughs> you, you find, find out. out. <laughs> yeah, the more <laughs> so the more you fuck around, the more you gonna find out. Just gonna hit me with the slim Jesus. I oh. got time today. Yeah. So oh. You were that oh, yeah. with me, I had time. <laughs> I got time today. <laughs> I remember that that that, that freestyle. I mean, R.I.P. to that dude, man. I heard he died. You know what I'm oh, saying? Damn. Not Slim Jesus. The it was it was another kid that did uh. Uh, the freestyle is a white guy, but RIP man, you know what I'm saying? Sorry, God, re- rest up, dog. But um, uh, JJ Watt, man, <laughs> yeah, JJ Watt, uh, he just just jogged the memory. But JJ Watt's leaving the NFL, and so the mind too. I just remember yeah. when I was rapping. I need some weed. I'm yeah. sorry, my bad. That's hey, after hours. I'm about to have to uh, yeah. that shit even with the I turned left on the street. That shit even gone there, bro. Let me let me swing it. If MC Keep Up is listening out there, he's probably like, nigga. I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, shout out to my boy Keep Up, bro, man. At that point, at that point, I realized, yo, me and these niggas listen to way too much music. We done, yes, we done, we done found the end of the shuffle. <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. All, All right, right, man. So JJ Watt dipping out the NFL. You know who else is dipping? Not by their own volition. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett out in get your bitch ass out, <laughs> out of Denver. Russell, he made Russell look bad, and as a Russell, I am here to fight for a Russell. So you what? made Russell look as a Russell. Oh, oh, okay. oh, man! All right. As a Russell, I have to fight for Russell. Now, Russell Wilson, let me look. Let me look at the camera and say this. Hey, bro, y'all know me. I don't die on heels, so I'm only gonna do this one time. Russ, he says you an asshole and you out here acting like an idiot. You at your own office and doing all this bullshit. So, like, they have scapegoated Nathaniel Hackett for you. As a matter of fact, Russell Wilson, I wish I had my sound effects still because I could give him the clap because he's earned a new badge, y'all. Coach Killer. <laughs> CK. Not Calvin Klein, Coach Damn. Killer. But I will say this, though. I will say this. Nathaniel Hackett literally looked like if us three were to be called tomorrow and say, hey, guys, y'all got to go coach the Vikings this weekend in order to get a victory. We would be out there trying our best, but we'd be like, I'd be like, Sterling, I don't know what the fuck to do, my nigga. I don't know what the fuck. You want to run? You want to pass? Boogie, shit, nigga. We're going to blitz. I guess we're going to blitz. Y'all niggas know how to blitz? Nathaniel Hackett literally looked like a dude that just did not know what was going on when it was supposed to go on. So I will say I agree Russell Wilson had horrible times, but Nathaniel Hackett, was the worst coach I've ever seen in the NFL in my life of ever of all times of ever. <clears throat> Josh McDaniels got to be up there. He and the is. common denominator is they both coach the Broncos. <laughs> but <laughs> I get, but 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 I will say this: Josh McDaniels happens to fuck up a whole lot. But that one thing he has under his under his belt, I won games with Tim Tebow. This guy can't win games with Russell Wilson. So either Russell Wilson has fallen all the way off and sucks. Major cock right now. Well, so 
and I went, I, I've been trying to look for the numbers. Um, and I, I've seen somebody compile the numbers uh, of his the recent years of uh, Russell Wilson. I think it was his QB. I'm not sure if it was the QBR, but it was it was a rating and uh, his ranking within the league. And I want to say maybe like was it four years ago, maybe five. He ranked within the top three of the quarterbacks within the league. Then the next year, it fell down to the top ten. Then you know to the war towards the middle of the league, I think it was like top eighteen. And then it started climbing downward. So when it, I want to say before he got to Denver, he was like ranked like in the 20s as far as the quarterbacks in the league. Now, as of a couple weeks ago, whenever they released it, he was like 33rd mm-hmm. in the league Can or 34th. Sterling, before Sterling, before you go in on him, I was going to ask both of y'all a question. Do y'all not might think that would have been because Pete Carroll stopped calling shit that worked for him? I I was going to say that Pete Carroll's know, very adamant about the fact that fuck this guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying and well, the way uh, that his stats just started going down, and he could be an asshole, and I think it may have, but I'm just thinking that's that's kind of a, a core. I don't so, think that Russell Wilson is this bad, bro. So so I would I would have said that if I did not see this year, like I would have I would have agreed with with you and said that you know it might have been some some. Some you know bad feelings you know with with the coaching and you know the okay. play calling, but when he moved over to Denver and he started performing like this, missing open guys, you know, looking like he he didn't he he wasn't making those crisp decisions he used to make back in you know in thinking. the fourth quarter. It just it just seemed like he 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 lost he like he, like he kind of was just in a in a different body like he was Sterling, just. You- I was gonna say Sterling, you break this down. Sterling out there. Yeah, you out there. You in Denver. What did you see? (laughs) Look, man, I I think when you look at Russ's career, I think we have to kind of keep everything in focus and perspective. Because when he came into the league, the Seahawks had a running game. They had an Mm -hmm. offensive line and they had a defense that could mask any mistakes. They had a legendary defense. And over time, the line got worse. Marshawn Lynch left. They didn't have an identity, and Russ was never a guy, even when he was at Wisconsin or NC State, he was never a guy that could just completely carry a team on his shoulders. So the more we saw people say, let Russ cook, no, it's let Russ function out a play-action pass. Let Russ function with a running game. Let Russ function with a, with a great defense. And now you he has the defense, but the offensive line's bad, no running game. And Russ is just not the guy as he we think he is. I think – Pete Carroll masked a lot of his deficiencies. He knew that Russ is what five nine, five ten mm-hmm. on a good day, yes. right? And, and and he's older in his career, and he so you know he he's not as elusive as he once was. So he it's like he doesn't want to run the ball. That's was one of the things you know he was kind of a dual threat, could get out of the pocket, make things happen. Yeah, he can't do those things anymore. He doesn't do those things anymore. So we shouldn't be surprised that Russ is not producing. I think. And then you pair him with a, a first-time head coach who Nathaniel Hackett was never really a good offensive coordinator, in my opinion. He wasn't Aaron good in Rogers. Buffalo. He had Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers called the, sh- the, the ship. So they went out, and they, they, they hired Nathaniel Hackett on potential. But you need a guy like Pete Carroll or, yeah. or, or, or like a guy like your old coach from the Saints to come yeah. in and kind of put all the things back and around Russell him. to make him good. Eric Benemy would be a good one as well. Right. So yes. someone that knows how to build an offense around a quarterback. Like not just call plays. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I think Nathaniel Hackett was a play caller. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Aaron, let's run this. 
Mm-hmm. Aaron would be like, yes, no, <clears throat> maybe so. Move on forward. You got Aaron Rodgers now. I think I think you're right about Russell. Like he had, it's very bad, and he he's not as mobile. But I think the reason why he's not as mobile, I said it earlier. To me, over everything else, it looked like he was thinking. I used to tell my homies this whole season looked like a square peg going into a round hole. It looked like they had an offense set up for Russell Wilson that he has no idea how to run. Yeah. And I think that, like, me, just me as a fan and as a person that watches all these games, I blame that on the organization. Like, you you got this quarterback. You paid him $250 million. Don't go just get a coach that's supposed to be good. Go get a guy that's going to build everything around him. Like, Jim Harbaugh, what Jim Harbaugh did with Lamar Jackson, everybody needs to do. Or what the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson, everybody needs to do with every quarterback that is drafted. Because I, I believe in force multipliers too. If you find one, good. But them things is diamonds in the rough. They don't grow on trees. Jalen yeah. Hurts do not grow on trees. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what's the kid in, in um in Los Angeles with the Chargers that makes everything that Staley does better because even Justin Herbert. Stan- yeah, J- Herbert. Whenever whenever there's a bad play call, it doesn't matter. Herbert, he can throw a fucking 40-yard bomb, make it okay. Like, but everybody's not Patrick Mahomes. They literally got rid of all of his weapons except for one. Yeah. And man. he's and he's and he's okay. But right. that's rare. And I think that we need to start realizing that that is rare. Like, you gotta build this shit around guys. But I will say, I'll be fair to everybody else. Next year, if Russell Wilson has, like, two bad games, he's finished. He got to come out next year and be on point and on fire. But I do think that they need to go out and search. Ask Russell, like, do you want us to go poach a guy off of the Seahawks? Like, we got to build this shit to what you're used to because what you're saying, Sterling, when you said he doesn't run or he doesn't want to run, I think he doesn't run or want to run now because he's still trying to fucking figure out his progression. I I think he's missing open guys because he sees them. Yeah, but he's like late. You know what I'm saying? He's like, this isn't the read. I think in Pete Carroll's office, he knew hut one, two, three, bang, one, two, three, bang. And then he got to a point where he was like, I already know I want to take the bang, so I'm gonna take the bang because I see what I see. But in this, it it literally looks like a guy that's trying to do a recently scrambled word puzzle. Yeah, and if you go back and watch that game last week, you know there was a time where uh, Cortland Sutton was pissed off because Russell had a first down in front of him. And decided to, th- to to heave it down the field, and and, and Sutton was open too, uh, and, and so I think Russ has lost the locker room. I mean, we've yeah. seen too much stuff on the sideline. I don't know what the Broncos are gonna do, but Russ is gonna have to really like prove to his locker room, to his guys, that he's the dude for the job and that he's gonna lead this team. I don't think Russ can do it from a I leadership perspective. I'm going to say this. I think I'm going to vote on the side of he can. But I am going to wait to see that come to fruition because I am cautious. Yeah. Like like you said earlier, they all talked about let Russ cook, and I was one of them. But I didn't know that nigga was cooking with hamburger helpers. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't know he had everything made for him. You know what I'm saying? That shit was not from scratch. You know what I'm saying? It was already so, in the box. It was already in the box. Betty Crocker Russ. So, you know what I'm saying? So, so like, I, I, but I do, but I do think watching – I'm not gonna lie. I'm watching Nathaniel Hackett, I've I've never seen that bad of a coaching. Yeah, yeah, it's um, bad. And so with it being that bad, a lot of my friends and stuff would tell me like, "Yo, but he's playing bad." I was like, "He's playing bad," but it's kind of like, like if someone was to tell you, Russ, someone say Sterling, 
you got to drive this car from where you're at right now to Dallas, Texas, but all this shit is wrong with it. And you have one week to learn what's wrong with it. You drive slow. You'd make weird pit stops. You wouldn't do the right things. I just think that Russell Wilson is just like, I think he's just like, yo, this is not what I, and I think he also, I think he did go coach kill route. I think like, let's all be honest. Like, you, all of us, if we're sitting up, I have a Hall of Fame career. I was the shit. Uh, now everybody thinks I'm not the shit. Everybody thinks I suck. Uh, I can't get my receivers the ball. This offense I'm running sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't. You saw Mac Jones, Mac Jones last week or a couple weeks ago yelling at his coordinators. The fucking run game sucks. Like at yeah. there, I think there are times when these coordinators and these coaches just completely just drop the ball and it just, they just shit the bed. And I think that we watched that in Denver. I think we watched the team just shit the bed. That defense could have ran with its eyes closed, period. It was set. That defense was good to go. So I don't want to hear, like, what if the defense played good? That defense would have been good. Whether... They gave up. They've been playing good all yeah. season. The defense would have been good if us three coached the defense. Like, seriously, they would have been good. If, uh, like, offense, though, you need you need yeah. continuity. You need that shit to be a well-oiled yeah. machine. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, get on to the next segment. It's going to be uh, the Sterling Power Rankings. What you got for us, Sterling? Yeah, let's get into the Power Rankings, man. So we got we got a new a new member in the Power Rankings this week, <laughs> man, and it's it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know they are. I, I, you heard it on Sports Sushi first weeks ago, but the Jacksonville Jaguars are now in a position to get into the playoffs, man. They are in position to get to the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence is uh he's growing up right before our eyes, man. Uh he, he's playing well. They got they got weapons on offense. They got some young studs on defense. Uh Devin Lloyd is one of them. You know, I really like I really like this Jaguars team. You know, we we talked about how bad Tennessee was, and they just paper champs because somebody's got to win the AFC South. Well, I think now you have a formidable AFC South champion on the way. Uh, Next up, they got Houston. I think that'll be a tough game for them, but I think they come out on top this week. Next, we got the uh, Baltimore Ravens, man. They continue to to win, and they're doing it quietly. I still think, even with Lamar Jackson, I still think this is a one-and-done team in the playoffs. Now, they have clinched the wild card uh, spot, and so, you know, they still got a leaky defense. Um, so I really don't see them doing anything substantial. They really, and outside of Mark Andrews, they really don't have a, a weapon at wide receiver. So they, they're uh, my number nine team. Number eight, the Vikings. Uh, they just continue to win. Um, I, I don't really think there's much else to say. You know, how many games of uh, Kirk Cousins and, and close score games are we going to have to endure and watch and see? I'm kind of sick of it, to be honest. Like, can somebody just beat their ass? Beat the Vikings' ass for all of us so we can stop seeing Kirk Cousins with a damn chain. I, I'm just over it. it. I'm over it. I was cool one week. Now every week, okay, we're done. Uh, next is the Chargers. The freaking Chargers, man. So this is another team where maybe I was wrong about the Chargers in terms of uh, they always have good rosters, but they never put it together. Well, Justin Herbert and these guys have kind of uh, punched through the clouds here. And then they, they're punching their ticket to the playoffs, man. So, you know, I think with Justin Herbert, uh, you know, and this defense is starting to find their way. I think uh, they, they're they going to be a tough out in the playoffs. So I got them uh, at this spot here. We got the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. And I am, let me tell you, man, I am so happy to have this team right here. 
And if I could have moved him out of the top 10 just because, I would have fucking did it this week. But Please. I have to. Please. I have to put you here because you, everybody talks about how good Philly is. And I've been telling y'all, they are, they're good, but they're not all that. And I had to put them at number one for a couple times just because they had the best record in the league. But I'm telling y'all, I said this all season long. Once the season gets closer and it gets tough, you're going to start seeing flaws in the Eagles and name that quarterback. Now, Garner Minshew did come in, and he played considerably well. But once Jalen Hurts gets back, he's banged up the shoulder. How much running are you going to be able to do? I think the Eagles need to – they're going to have to figure something out. And the, old, the adage in the NFL, you want to be playing your best football toward the end of the season. They've been doing it all year. So I think this is a team that's going to flame out in the playoffs. Next, we got the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the Dallas Cowboys, they have their flaws. But it's, I think a lot of this all comes down to Dak Prescott and, and the quarterback and the maturation that he could take from this moment forward. If he can continue to play well, he, he's going to have to be able to put the team on his back. Just like we talked about Jalen Hurts, you know, Dak Prescott has the better intangibles, the better tools to be able to do this. But Dallas, they're, they're, they got firepower everywhere. At every position, it feels like offense, defense. You know, I think the only, you know, only way the Cowboys are going to, lose is that they, they beat themselves, right? So I think a lot of that comes to coaching. So I think, you know, moving down the stretch here, let's see uh, how much Mike McCarthy can uh, coach these boys up because it's going to be important. Uh, and you want to talk about coaching up. I mean, the, the, the job that the 49ers are doing with Brock Purdy, it's like they drafted, uh, you know, <laughs> that young quarterback, Trey Lance. He gets hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo, this nigga is always fucking hurt. <laughs> Debo Samuel is always hurt. George Kittle is, I mean, I can go down the list. That, and John Lynch has put a, put together a team that that their roster rivals any any NFL franchise in, in uh in the league right now. And so, you know, I think they're they're one of the best teams, the best team in the NFC right now. I I do I do think Dallas will give them a run for their money, but I have to uh go with the 49ers here. Next, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I think you know, Patrick Mahomes is great. That, but that defense is not really good. And I think you're going to, you know, Patrick Mahomes can't will them to to a victory every single week. They're going to have to get it from somewhere else. And I think the playoffs is going to start to kind of, again, it's going to, like a boy constrictor, it's going to start to make things extremely tight. But you do have the best quarterback in the league, so you are really good. But, man, is it close between the next these next two teams. And so next I got the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. I was wrong about them. I, I felt like they were going to get the Super Bowl hangover earlier in the season. It looked like that was the case. But uh, they've popped off seven straight wins. They're the hottest team in the league. Uh, and they, they got a Monday night showdown against the Buffalo Bills. You know, the Bengals don't run the ball well. But what they do have is they have a, a defense that's really good that that mixes ex uh, different fronts and different looks and blitzes and packages. Like, they're really coached well on defense. I think probably it's the reason why they went to the Super Bowl last year because how well they were coached on defense. B.J. Hill, D.J. Reader up front, these guys are immovable. They do need to get healthy at defensive end. But uh, Joe Burrow and these weapons, man, they're tough. They're going to be a tough out. Now, I have to put my bills number one. Okay, oh I just God. gotta do it because <laughs> because we have the best overall record in the AFC right now. Okay, and and I'm I'm kind of you know how if y'all ever been to church, you know how we talk about we speak it into existence. Well, <laughs> I'm putting them here this week because I'm speaking a win into existence against the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday night. Because if the Bills win that game, 
All they got to do is mop up the Patriots, and we have locked up the AFC, and the Bills will host games all the way to the Super Bowl if they can if they can get it done. So I do think the Bengals are the best team in the league right now. But because I'm speaking into existence, I got to put my Bills here. So that's the top 10, baby. That's the power rankings this week. All right. Hey, man, look. I'm just going to say this, man. Feel the trash, though. Straight up. I'm going to say this, man. I never doubted you, Buffalo. I've always had y'all pick number one from day one. So I'm happy with the Sterling rankings, man. I'm just going to say it. I fuck with him. I fuck with him. I just think, you know, uh, I, I like how uh, Miami completely dropped out there. You know, my hot take was that Miami was going to uh, miss the playoffs uh, towards the end of the season, and that's what it's kind of looking like. I hate like. y'all. I hate y'all. Because I, look, I, I didn't even put them in the top ten. No, yeah. no, because Chris, fuck you too, because, like, I was talking shit to Chris, and I should have never said nothing to you because soon as I start talking, two it turns into a glass bowl. Yeah, like, bro. And I was like, damn it. I was like, they need him. <laughs> To make me look smart, but we don't see guys. I'm gonna eat a chicken wing to that. Oh, my God. It, ain't, it ain't over. I, oh, I hope they make the playoffs. Mm. I'm gonna eat chicken wings all on this. Mm. I promise. Rush, you, take liver, that. Liver, mm. I can't believe you got mm. hurt. That shit hurt. That shit hurt. Yeah, these, these wings are from Buffalo, baby. Mm. Yeah, they are not mm. See, Chris, you're mm. taking it too far. They are not mm. fourth, the fourth in the division with the healthy two. With the healthy two, at their two at best. I've been waiting to do that all week. But <laughs> all right, I'll so sit there, I'll sit there and take I'll sit there and take my lumps to a hey man, your life is more important. Yeah, brother. Uh, smart man. Yeah. And, so so let's get into these uh Christmas uh weekend uh NFL games or uh, recaps. Uh yes, um like okay, so we, we, let's just talk about the tour situation um Billy real trash. quick. We, yeah, we, we we all right you know what? Let's let's get into that one right there because I know Russ. Russ been wait, waiting to talk about this. All right. I, 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 I just got one thing to say. Jalen Hurst don't play motherfucking defense, cuz. Explain that. T.Y. Now, yes. Now, that's what I want to say. That is why you bring him in there. That is the reason why you signed him. You want a guy like that that flipped the field. Like, let me tell you something. I'm watching the game. I'm watching the fucking game. Give me I'm my sick. props. Give me yeah. my props. No. What I tell you, Russ? Sir. What no, did no, no, I no, tell no. you? Hey, yeah. Love. Yeah. Cherish thy Sterling. Let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, man. When I seen Ty ran down there, like on third and, and thirty, that's what it was. It was third and thirty. Might have been more. When I seen him go there and just stretch out and catch, I said, "Dog, that shit look familiar." I seen this shit somewhere. Oh, I know you know. And then, yeah, you know I know. As he a Houston Texan, in the back. Yeah, and then the flashbacks, <laughs> PTSD is like, "Oh shit!" And then they said, "Ty Hilton." I said, "Oh Jesus Christ!" I said, "He's still out there doing it. He right. still can flip a field, fifty yards, easy." Rubber match, whatever. Hey Chris, that's fine. They beat us with Cooper Rush, so. There, have he's a, he's you know a evens, yeah, even Stevens, buddy. You know what I'm saying? So Gardner Mitchell's a good backup, no, yeah. he is, he's a very good backup, you know, and so is Cooper Rush, as we saw. So, they both we got it, we got what we wanted. They we played them with our backup. Uh, I still have some things about Kellen Dak, my nigga. let's get it under control. Like, I feel like 
You know what I'm saying? We can continue this relationship back, but I just can't trust you all the way. And I want to be able to trust you all the way. It's tough. You know what I'm saying? It's tough. It's, no, it, it, it is very. You know, Sterling, because you watch this quarterback and stuff. So you see the things Dak does that make you say, like, if you don't do that. If, the funny thing is, Sterling, correct me if I'm wrong. Even though he scores more points now, if we could get him to be a little bit more like the Dak of two years ago, right before the injury, that didn't throw interceptions, Dak used to be a mistake-free guy. Yeah, he used to not make mistakes. He, our our shit was the defense couldn't stop somebody, misplay here or there, but it wasn't him. Dak didn't make mistakes. I'm gonna tell you what the problem is. It's no Amari Cooper. Yeah, what Amari Cooper in terms of route running did for a quarterback like Dak Prescott, you will never under like not you won't understand, but it, it's more than we give credit to. Yeah. And so until they get a guy in there that 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 can 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 make himself separate and get open and be consistently win routes. I think you can see that Dak Prescott. But the problem is I think what we have now, Cowboys fans may hate this, but I think we have to if, lower our expectations for Dak and just realize that he is a fringe top 10 quarterback. So I think he's from 10 to 15. And once we understand that, that he's going to need stuff around him to, to give, be great, that's what you have to live with. We agree, but I give him 7, 8, 9, 10. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I, would, I, I would because, but you're right. He's he's it's he's sporadic as fuck. But yeah, like he, yeah, I understand what you're saying though. You can yeah. trust him, but you can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So speaking of trust here, uh, let's talk about the uh, the Dolphins here. Uh, Tua and uh, it looks like he's he's in the concussion protocol once again. This mm. is like for the second or third time for for this season. Mm. And I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like you gotta kind of start looking at your future at this point here. You know, look, I played yeah. high school ball, and I, I had two concussions in under like five weeks, and they were the lowest level. But they were talking to me like, "Hey, nigga, you might want to think about, you know, making some changes." You know, and it's just you know one of those things is like, dude, like you know. You, you might be fine in the you know the, the next little period, but you know down the line, you know those are unforeseen, yeah, you know, man. Un, 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 uncharted waters, and you don't know how those things are going to go. Yeah. Um, but look, man, I, I would say this, dog. Look to a dude like you know, if this if, if this is another concussion, brother, look, man, shut it down for the rest of the year. Just shut it down. Just shut it yeah. Down. I, I think down. you have to, uh, and, and you, you know, you got to point the finger at this organization as a whole. And I think it goes back to them drafting to a playing around with Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, mm-hmm. not really buying it. And then he gets hurt in the Buffalo game and you put him back out. You let him go back out there, right? Because your staff, their, their diagnosis was awful or they were just so greedy that they had to put him back out there. And the next week, he he almost dies on the field, it felt yes. like. And and so, yeah, man, you have to – Tua's family needs to come to his rescue. I'm, I'm sure they are. And say, hey, man, like you said, like it's time to evaluate this football thing if this is longevity. Or what what is it that we need to get around you to maybe help prevent this from happening? Uh, but I think that the, the way the Dolphins have handled this situation, I think it's awful. I think it's a bad look for the for the uh, roster owner. I think it's a bad look for the NFL um, because you, you're not protecting the player. 
when you allow them to go do this stuff. So, yeah, to your point, I think they should sit to it for the rest of the season. Unfortunately, it comes at a horrible time because they're trying to get to the playoffs. But at the end of the day, man, it's about this dude's life. And I would hate, you know, CTE is real. And I would hate to see things like what happened with Junior Seau and these other players that have played in this game. Like this dude's health is is the utmost importance. So what would he say? Chris is ruthless. Like he said, the worst thing about this, he, he says that it gives the Dolphins fans a built-in excuse to why they were going to lose anyway. Well, Chris the Bills ruthless. beat them. We beat them yeah. with Tua. So, yeah. you know, so they, we ain't got to worry I, yeah. about it. Yeah, so I don't think, yeah. One, one. So it's, it's, but I think, I think I agree. Um, I think a lot of people, when you think about like the reality of it is he wants a second contract because the second contract is the one yeah. that normally sets you for life. Um, and word on the street, or if you read, uh, or if you have been reading, rather, I don't want to make people think like, yeah, if you read, but if you have been reading or read up, some things say some people are saying that he would get like 20, 30 million a year. Um, he wouldn't get the guarantees that most of these other quarterbacks get, but he would get a sizable contract. And so in his position, you're like, I'm playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a chance to make, you know, $20 million next year or maybe even more. You know, but it is very dangerous. Um, I don't know, man. I'm torn yeah. because I think that the team has something to do with it, but I also think that there's a player screaming at them, you know, like, I'm fucking playing. Like, if yeah. I want to die, that's my choice. Right. And people say crazy shit like that all the time, but that's the reality of it. Like, it is his choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do have to protect him, but I mean, to me, it's like, excuse me, to me, it's like, yo, you, the playoffs, you need this game. It's the playoffs coming. If I'm on the outside of Tua looking in, I'm not forcing him to play. But if I'm that coach, Coach Logic, I fucks with you. If I'm Mike McDaniel, then, yeah, y'all know why I call him Coach yeah. Logic. If y'all, if, and he does look kind of like Logic. He does. If, if you might, but you one of us, so we fuck with you, my nigga. Um, so like, um, if you're Mike McDaniel's, um, like I think you're in a situation where you're just like, if Tua says he can play, and y'all check him out me as the coach and my job i kind of have to let him play but me as the person i don't want him to play so it's a very sticky situation me i think he should sit it down yeah um me i think he would but if i mike mcdaniels and he says he can play i'm probably gonna let him play okay sound like i know i'm gonna sound like a savage and like you don't care about the player but it's like yeah like, he has a choice. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, I, and, and I believe in football to be football. I believe if you choose to play football, you automatically sign a waiver on your existence. Period. Football is dangerous. Straight up. Think football about – Not made for the weak league and small. Go ahead. Think about what Mike Tomlin, what he did with uh, – what's his name? Uh, Clark. <clears throat> uh, Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. You know, he, he kept – when they came to Denver – the second that second time he said you know i'm not letting you play like i'm stepping in i'm not talking to you as a coach man i'm talking to you as like a dad like a brother i'm not letting you play who does that for tua in that locker room you know what i'm saying here's it'd be one thing if it was like one concussion we're we're talking about the third one now here's a small difference and ryan clark i ain't trying to step out out there and, and say some shit i don't know about but i do have a cousin that experienced the same type of illness he does okay and 
when they get sick, they don't look like they could survive a bump in the street. Like, if you listen to Ryan Clark describe his weight, his size, very small. I had a cousin, when he would have those type of attacks, like, he would get very sickly and small. And so, with it being football, you're like, Ryan Clark, you can't go out there. Like, there is no way for you to protect yourself. You weigh 130 pounds. You will get broken. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you look at Tua, he still weigh 175, 100, 200 pounds. He can still throw it down the field. He can still throw it accurately. His issue is not, yo, can I go out there and perform? He can perform. We watch Brett Favre perform. Fuck Brett Favre, by the way. Fuck you. But we watch Brett Favre perform. He's still for poor people, so fuck you, nigga. <laughs> but um, we saw Brett Favre perform in whole halves, score touchdowns, and not remember a thing. You know what I'm saying? That's the scary part about concussions because Tua, let's, I'm not on the side or against the side, but we can sit here and say, oh, you can play, nigga. Like, we've seen it. In our barbaric time of football, oh, you yeah. can play. I'm not saying you need That's to tough. play or you should right. play, but I'm saying if you're looking at it on the standpoint of Ryan Clark, you could not play, bro. Like, if you put on the pads yeah. and shit, you would have went from running a 4-5 to a 5 flat. You could yeah. not play. Tua... You can play. It's just a matter of, will you survive? Yeah. And that's where the humanity part comes in. But I think y'all agree. Boogie, you played football. Like, football takes some of the humanity out of life for those 60 minutes. You are literally living to <clears throat> kill somebody. Not like, you like you say it figuratively, but if yeah. you're running full speed into a nigga's yeah. head, no, 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 like, sternum, you're that, trying to hurt him. I and want to a, kill but you're trying to hurt somebody physically. And that's as what a, football is. And as a person who played, the, you know, defense, that was, you know, that was my, that was my motivation. It was like, you know, okay, you, you got the ball. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you as hard as you can, so that every time you see my number flash in front of your face, you would, you would, you, do you, less. Would, yes, you would do less. And that was the whole purpose of, you know, my motivation defense. was, you know, defense. I, I. I lived to hurt. I played to hurt. Like, that was it. But that was defense, though. That was... The, yeah, you know what? I'm going to hey, hit kill everybody. Yeah. What's up, Chris? Kill, what's the yeah. assignment? Alvin kill Mack. everybody. Shout out to Al- Alvin Mack. Alvin Mack, bro, the yeah. program. What and, and that was... It, it, you were the Terminator. Like, as, <laughs> as a linebacker on defense, you were the Terminator. Anything that moves, you killed. And no, that no. was... Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I said that was that was just the the you know that's what they taught you. It was like we, you know we grew up in a time and even before our time, football before people got smart about mm-hmm. football. And I'm not against getting smart about football. I'm just saying football before people got smart about football was that you would ask a defensive player, how can you stop this player? We're gonna knock his ass out. That's you know. how we're gonna stop him. You can't juke when your leg broke. Yeah, it was. You can't, look, you I, can't do moves when you're out of air because we knocked the wind out your motherfucking yeah. ass. So you know what I'm saying? Like that was the mentality. You know, it really was. Like, yes. like in NBA too, you could dunk. Oh, good. How you gonna dunk when I flatten your ass? You know what I'm saying? Like it's the yeah. same thing. Is like when the physicality gets involved in it, what are you gonna do? Yeah. And I think what Tua's thing is, the concussions are the only injury that we have now where you can get it. And you can literally go right back out there and play to your maximum potential, but you could be more fucked up than any oh, of the other 53. Yes, you can. You could be so messed up and not even – again, I will say it again. Brett Favre threw those touchdown passes to Donald Driver 
won a football game in the second half and didn't remember the shit. Crazy. To this day, don't remember. He remembers stealing from poor black people in Mississippi, but he can't remember throwing the touchdowns to driver. No, Brett Favre, I will not let that shit go. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think it's just a shaky thing. But I think I, I think I would. I know people are gonna tell me I'm ruthless, but I, I would leave it up to Tua. Yeah, I, I would literally look up. I would I make know, sure he man. knows everything, bro. You could die. You could never play another down again. This could be really bad for you, but this is your life. This is your second contract. This is this is what you want to do. So with all the information, well, <laughs> well, you know, there, look, there you go. Thank you, Chris. I, like I, I'll say let, this. Let, shut me up. Yeah, I'll say this. Um, the things that 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 I hear about Tua, and this is just my 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 how I, how I'm looking at it. Tua is is a, is a person of faith. And I think that you know, if you give it up, you leave that the choice up to him. He's going to put yeah. he's going yeah. to put it in Faith's hands, and he's going to go out there. He's going he to play. play. He gonna and he's going to play. But uh, my thing is, you know, look, man, you, you know, your health is very important, man. So my thing is, is you know, blessings and 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 you know, protection over you, you know, to you know, in your career, uh, you don't want to see you know people. Uh, lose their jobs, you know, over injuries and, and careers. At all. You don't at want all. to see LeVar Arrington Detroit. You don't yeah. want to see that, bro. Even though that's kind of cool and kick ass to see. Hey, LeVar Arrington's a fucking monster, and I can't stand the commanders or what they were called before, but that, yeah, Boogie, that, that, I look in your eyes, yeah. Yeah. that hit, yeah. God damn it, LeVar Arrington, that was possibly one of the fucking the most amazingly hardest hits I've ever seen. He put Troikman out. Yeah. yeah. Out. Yeah. It was... and, but, but again, to the people that, that watch football, that are watching it now, like, that's what defenders are. The best defense. Derrick Brooks, you feared Derrick Brooks in the Tampa 2 defense. Let's just be honest. You feared the Tampa 2 defense because you was going to get hit. Yep. It, 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 they have all these other schemes and shit they draw. From Sterling, each level. Sterling, why did they, why'd they fear the Legion of Boom? Because <laughs> Champ Chester was going to come yeah. rock your ass. Yeah. He was the boogeyman like, of that yep. defense. Yes. Like, well, and, and just boogie- like. Just like in uh, the Tampa two, it was called. You had John Lynch uh, yes. hanging over there waiting. To, yeah, so you could got you could have got it at any level of the defense. Ray Lewis was you know, ready. Yes, like I'm gonna take your head off. And I think that the, now they're taking the boogie. I like that that phrase though. They're taking the boogeyman out of football, and with them doing that, it's making people feel like, oh, I can I can last. But Tua, I, I wish you the best, but I will let you know, I, I ride with whatever decision you make because you a man and you can make your own decisions. But one of these motherfuckers going to hit you, bro. They're going to hit you. And it's because it's, it's not because they malicious or evil. It's their job Yep. to knock yeah. your ass out. It is their job. All right, guys, uh, before we get out of here, we got the Thursday night football scheduled for tomorrow on Amazon. We have the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Tennessee Titans. And I can tell you right now, if you like uh, bum fights or you like one-sided fights or you like world-class fighters beating up on uh, disabled midgets, this is what it's going to be. <laughs> this is what it's going to be. And this we're going to be clean, too, so it's going to be like it's going to be like a nigga in the freshest fit ever beating the fuck out of a retarded see, midget that can't defend himself. You, you want to see uh, Malik Willis <laughs> get molested? <laughs> Go ahead and watch <laughs> this game. Okay. Hit him again. He can't fight yeah. for himself. Shut up. He called himself a Titan. Dallas is 12 points favorites in this game. Oh, we, not we always fuck up covers like this. Okay, look. But look, man. Um, the Titans are bad, bro. They just lost bad. to the Texans. 
So yeah. uh, I, I don't think Derrick Henry's playing. So this is going to be losing to the Texans like losing to a, losing a race to a nigga that walked back. They they got a tie in their record. Facts. They got a tie in their record. A like two twelve and one. Two twelve and one. They they they, they bad. That's worse. By yeah. the way, America, that's worse than two thirteen and zero. Oh. Yeah. That extra one makes you yeah. know that nigga, we not won in every way possible. <laughs> you may not have lost, but you not won in every yeah. way possible. In every way possible to not win a game, the Houston Texans have found a way to do yeah. it this season. And for their for their trouble, Bryce Young's coming to town. Yeah, man. <laughs> so if you uh follow the theme, hey man, if you like bad games or you know, tune in. Do Oh no, shit! Hold on, but like that. Not if you like bad games. If you like to see America's team come out in the dopest of dope, all white, new helmets, blue trim around the star. Why? It's blue trim because we gangster in a motherfucker. Okay, so you come watch us come out there and look at the cleanest, okay. slickest. Woo! We 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 we, <laughs> we 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 jumped ahead here. Okay, we we missed the play of the week. All right, so. My bad. No, 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 no. I was like the best for last. Okay, yeah. man. Yeah, because like, <laughs> yeah. I said that. I said, I said, hold on. I said because usually we shut it down at the Thursday. I said, man, we missing something. But I said, oh goddamn. All right, so yeah, we got Sterling's play of the week. God damn it, my bad, Sterling. Hey, you know it's all good, man. Play is fuck up. Look, look. I got. I even <laughs> got something for you, Boogie. I got What's something up? for you here, man. So it's my, it's my guy. It's your guy, James Cook. Yeah, I, look, my bad, dog. You know, I had high hopes of James Cook for the uh, Buffalo Bills, but uh, he failed, y'all. Yeah, he has it. Hold on. Let's get Not into right this. Uh, look, there's two plays here, okay? So what you're we're seeing a change in how they deploy James Cook here. Um, I, I really do think that he's going to be RB1 next year. Like, okay. this kid had, uh, you know, 99 yards rushing last week. He's been coming on as of late. I really do think he is really settling in now. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna show you. Uh, can y'all see my screen now? Oh yes, we can. Okay, so I'm gonna show you two screens, and they're both draw plays. And, and the cool thing about this is these plays are right after each other. So it wasn't like this is later in the game. These are two back to back plays, and I just want to show you uh, James Cook here in the shotgun. Now you, you're gonna see Josh Allen here, and you already see if you look at the two safeties, not Jaquan Briscoe on the left, but you look at the safety on the right. He's already uh in, in kind of a trail position he's there he's anticipating the pass okay and, and you see look right here on the right hand side you see uh the right guard right tackle you're gonna see Dawson Knox they kind of you know they really do a good job of blocking on that right hand side so so James Cook has an option he could take this and go right but he sees a gaping hole to his left that he picked the right hole okay Roger Saffo has to get to the second level and this is a good a good 10-yard game right there right and so here's here's what's here's what's great. So you you got the, the next play, okay? So you got the you got them in a in a you got two wide receivers stacked on the right, okay? You're you're strong on the left hand side, which you you got Dawson Knox here on the left hand side playing tight end. Watch what they do with James Cook here. Uh, it's it's phenomenal. This kid runs a four four forty, and when he gets into the open field, I mean, look at that hole. You see the the right guard there. He yep. he kind of you know the the. the the defensive tackle kind of went, yeah, he, he's looking for the, he's, he's trying to rush the passer, but this is a run play, man. So, so right guard just, Hey, you know what? I'm going to let you go on to do your thing. Go right past me. And look at all that room for James Cook, man. And when he gets into the open field, watch how he sets up 
these defenders, man, and runs this touchdown right there. That's one missed tackle. Two, I, I, I mean, this dude, he's special. He really like is special, Georgia. and he looks like his brother. This is a this is a, a look from a, from a different angle here. You know, all twenty two would give it to you both ways. But look at that, look at that. I love it. That 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 is impressive, man. And uh, he uses that with speed and vision. So you know, James Cook. You know, I think we're gonna see how well he uh, acclimates to to prime time and, and being in the, on the big stage, but. The Bills are continually giving him more and more opportunities to make plays. And I think, you know, he's serving them right. That's a 27-yard uh, scamper for a touchdown. The kid had 99 yards rushing on the game. I think the future is bright for James Cook. Yeah, you're right. Like, it hasn't looked great. Uh, we, we expected more productivity earlier in the season. But, again, we always say you want to be playing your best ball toward the end of the season into the playoffs. I think James right. Cook is doing that right now. So that's the play of the week. All right. Thanks. Hey, 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 Boogie, tell me the line. That looked a lot like the SEC runs he used to get. It did. Right? You know, he'll go ahead, he'll weave in between the blockers, yeah. you know, do a lot of cut insides. Um, Not on the first, the speediest, but he's swift. Yes. Yeah. He, 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 makes, he, he, he makes the right cuts. Um, Like with the first play that Sterling was showing us with the 10-yard game, like he, he had two different options yeah. where he, he could have just, you know, uh, he could have cut it to the outside after, you know, the, uh, the right side just got washed. Yeah. Um, they just watched the defense. I was like, oh, shit. You know, I was looking at that. And, and when you look at, at this offensive line play leading up into the playoffs, this is the type of shit that you want. Yeah, you right. want to have that's these running player, lanes. And I, what I see is, though, that's a player that knows he's going to get other opportunities. Mm-hmm. He sees that first hole. Right. I think if he thought that that was his only run play, he would have tried to cut back to the right and try to break that thing. And maybe he does. Maybe he gets caught. Instead, he knew if I go left, I I'm get the 10. It. Yep, I know I'm gonna get him. Yep, and, and that and, again, and that, and that shows that, the, the maturation of James yes. Cook right Vision there. Vision is yes. important, man. Yep. I watch a lot of Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. That's oh yeah, Tony Pollard. Pollard. He yeah, that no, motherfucker no, no, was like an ass. I'm gonna say no. I'm, gonna say, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry, I don't, no, not to take your shine. I, I shouldn't even said them because it comes back to the Cowboys. You love and hate the Cowboys, but y'all agree with me. Zeke's vision shows what Tony Pollard's lacking. Yeah, so Zeke's vision yeah. is crazy. Zeke, so you saw that with Cook having both of that. Mm-hmm. Right there, I think next year's gonna be. I like. I, yeah, like I think it'll be a good year. Yeah, I really year. like yes. Cook. I like him and Dalvin, but I really like yeah. him. I think he's gonna be the starter next year. I thought this year. I was like you, Boogie. I thought he. Yeah, I, 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 I thought he would take it in our fantasy episode. Yeah. We were like James yeah. Cook. Yeah, and it was kind of like eh, James. Cook. And then I was like, oh, now James, it's Cook. Like, James Cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Man, you know, we was right, you know, in the beginning. You know, we just kind of, you know, faltered in the middle. Yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. had to wait. We had to wait about it, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, so that's... What's so, ball, nigga? You can ball, yeah. nigga. <laughs> so, um, let's go ahead, man. You know, uh, let's sign out. Uh, you know, this is the last show of uh, 2022. Uh, next week, you'll be seeing us in 2023. Uh, yeah, we, we, we got our, our wide receiver show uh, lined up for next week. Uh, this is going to be a show dedicated to the wideouts. Of uh, What's my favorite position? The ones that catch it. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that catch it. So we're gonna talk about wide receivers. Uh, you know, past, present, and and, and you know, future. Uh, uh, players at the position. Um, the goat. Hey, this look, everybody for next week. Just getting y'all. We, we well, we you know some of the subjects we're gonna get is uh you know current uh wide receiver duos like you know who's the best you know wide receiver duels out yes. of uh Jake, yeah. Yeah, so so we we gonna have uh yeah we gonna have a good show lined up. But um, if you're tuning in with us, man, um, on you know uh 
Twitch or you know YouTube is uh, under the Gradwick Enterprises, or if you're on Facebook, is Gradwick Enterprise uh, Podcast Network, I believe. Um, if you are tuned in on Twitter, our sound uh, SoundCloud, our social media is uh, Sports Sushi, all one word. If you would like to tune in or follow us on our Instagram, is Sports underscore Sushi. If you'd like to follow us, our social, uh, my social media is DJ Slow Boogie. That's with the I and the E, not a Y. All forms of social media: Facebook, Snapchat, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter, and all that good jazz right there. What you got for me, Sterling? Yeah, as you can see on the screen, man. On Twitter at Furrow Sterling. I don't do Instagram, but it's there, Sterling Furrow. I suck at social media, to be quite honest. I ain't gonna lie. But, but if you want any written content, you'll see a lot of my draft information uh, will be uh, on BuffaloRumblings.com. Uh, you'll, you you can catch me there. And this is why Sterling says he sucks at social media. I am quite good at it. This is why they have me. Yo, I am. <laughs> yeah. You can find me at RLClimbSP. On Twitter, or if you go into Twitter and type in search and look for Sports Plug Russ 3, you'll find me. I'm also on uh, IG at sportsplug.russ. Um, you can catch me at TikTok. I think it's the sportsplug.russ. You know what I'm saying? Catch us on social media. You really can follow each of us, but you really should be sh- should be following Sports Sushi. Go type in Sports Sushi on all your social media platforms. Look for the roll and the sticks and get with the shit. All right. So Sports Sushi, man. Thank y'all for tuning in with us. Tune in next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central Time. Peace. Go be great. Philly's trash. <laughs>